forever. Dog. Howdy folks, welcome to our week-long country bear thing. Quick heads up, today's episode features mule talk, Goofy getting hit by a car, and Joe Piscopo on a cruise ship. Just wanted to warn you, it's Country Bear Jammer Weekday 1 on today's podcast, The Ride. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the one and only original podcast, The Ride Country Bear Jamber Week, a daily podcast series devoted to the Walt Disney World, Tokyo Disneyland, and dearly departed Disneyland attraction, The Country Bear Jamboree. We made it. We finally did it. I'm swinging Scotty Gardner, joined by Big Carlson. Uh, howdy there. Yes, uh, that's my name. I was, you know what? I was going to call you if I was doing the intro, like Scooch or Scooter Gardner. I think that works because I was trying to think of a name. Um, but anyway, uh, anybody else can be swinging. Uh, yeah, well, I have. I have a Jason Rader. If you oh yeah, want. go if, well, and if you accept, I'd it. love to hear both Jason. I have oh, okay, one too for Jason. But go ahead. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe we landed on the same thing. Mine was Jason Bonnet Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good and more clever than mine. But I think I do have to say mine because it, it ties into something uh, that I said on the show a while ago. I was just going to call him Jason Jughead Sheridan mm-hmm. for its double meaning because Jughead obviously we like Jughead because of the Archie Comics character. But also, I said many, many years ago at this point that what I wanted is Jason Sheridan to learn how to play the jug Mm. for the Country Bear episode. And I have a jug with me here. I feel like he didn't learn it, though, ahead of time. I didn't. There's some water in it because I I washed it real quick because I forgot about it until the last second here. But this is a jug. I cleaned it. It's freshly cleaned. So when Whoa, you, folks, there's a genuine jug. I brought play. a jug with for Jason Jughead Sheridan. And what was yeah. his other name? Uh, 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 Jay Sunbonnet Sheridan. Oh, Jay Sunbonnet Sheridan. I think yeah. you both did a great job. Jughead uh, Jay Sunbonnet Sheridan. Why not all of it? Why not the longest name? Yeah, that's well, good. Yeah, okay, let's clear, let's clear the air. Let's Okay, because we got a whole week here. It'd be great if there was improvement by the end of it. So let's hear just unvarnished Jason Jugheading. <laughs> I'm getting a little. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I watched a couple of YouTube videos of jug instruction. Of Whoa. people hooting on a jug. And here's the thing I didn't know about playing the jug, because I, I thought it was more like what you're trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot more you make the noise with your mouth, and then it resonates off the bottom of the jug. So you're mm-hmm. making a So note. you can go, <laughs> and put it into the jug. <laughs> That's actually good this jug. Also, this, huh? That's good jugging, that's good actually. Jugging? Yeah, that's actually good jugging. It's from from what I understand, according to YouTube. This is also a glass jug. It's well, not the ceramic brown and white kind of traditional jug. He says a glass jug might be a little bit tougher, but you can do a couple of these gentlemen uh, instructed me about this mm-hmm. online, uh, and you can do it in a milk jug, an empty milk jug that's plastic. Okay. You can do the classic what you're talking about, the ceramic. That you've seen, you know, like everybody drink moonshine out of. Yeah, that's um, the issue. Is where are we getting one of those? Where are we, where are we getting an old timey jug? They used to be everywhere. Yeah. And now I don't. I don't know where I'd go for a jug. Well, maybe by the end of the week we'll have a ceramic jug for Jason. But this is what I had on hand. Mm. Well, um, listeners, point us to like where do you think is the most authentic jug that we could get? Yeah. So, Jason, if we call for it during the episode or anytime this week, if you could just do a little jugging for us. 
I would appreciate it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. As, so just, as always with this show, I promise to try my damnedest. Because <laughs> you know, like do my best. you're like when uh, Lisa had the jug on The Simpsons, and Homer would ask her to <laughs> play it to cheer him up. Music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and so if like somebody's looking up information that they don't have at the ready, uh, or if the cricket comes back, we've had a cricket oh, issue yeah. here in the garage, and that's we true. Need to deal with that. Uh, it's, you're going to need to fill the time. That's a great little bit of audio color for like a country bear jamboree kind of like, you know. Oh, a cricket would a be, yeah, cricket a cricket would, would be, be welcome. Now. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Would, you're, you're currently holding, it's a little, it's like a modern water bottle, but it looks a little like a jug. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, it's got the wood, it's slow, the wood's slowly fading away because it's like a couple years old. It's like a swell style. Mm. You think you can get anything jug. out of that, out of well, the swell? See. There, I mean, it is full of water. <laughs> no, I'd say that. Doesn't I think. Work. I, I think yeah. Can I play the no. empty Burger King cup with ice in it? Let's see how I can get a sound. I can get out of this. <laughs> I got a glass iced tea. <laughs> see, that's pretty. I'm doing too. I'm, I'm yeah, doing too humming, much of the yeah. work there. A little yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah, that's, that's not Jamie. Um, and there, speak of the devil. There's the cricket. Wow, really? Oh, where, yeah. Darryl, where's that cricket? That cricket's back. Wow, we have all of the characters here today, including <laughs> our cricket friend. Wait, this is the opportunity, Mike. Here, Mike, hit the wall, and Jason, cover with with the. All right, all right. Jump. I'm gonna hit the wall. Hit the wall to try to get the cricket mm-hmm. to stop. Jason, go. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. There was a brief pause with the cricket, though, when well, I heard the sound. If I can ask, what was in this jug beforehand? I'm getting a little bit of like uh, citrus flavor. Or is oh, that I, the what's dish probably the soap. That's got to be the yeah. soap. Yeah, that's fresh soap. Okay, well, we're keeping an ear out for the cricket, but uh, there's a couple bits of business to do here at the beginning of this new event series. It's been a little while. Excited to be doing doing it. It means we have different stuff. At play, we've got a, a new country fried theme song, courtesy of our own mm. Mike Carlson. Thank theme you. song, fantastic. Great Thank job. you very much. Uh, um, it's fun. Yeah, you go out to the bar and you whip up that old fashioned garage band and you just see what happens, you know? <laughs> I have my plugins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using Logic. You got the filters. Yeah. I'm using Logic on Apple. <laughs> It's just, that's quality. Ma, can you help me out with the Pro Tools here? <laughs> Pro Tools acting up again. My MIDI keyboard is acting up. <laughs> so, my MIDI ports ain't showing yeah. up. I got no ports. This, these are, this is a hee-haw sketch. <laughs> this is pretty good. Jug, modern day jug, but 21st century jug. Band. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've also got great artwork cur- courtesy of Tona Grassa. Uh, and this I'm excited about. Uh, uh, if you're a longtime listener to the show, you might know this art already because a long time ago he uh, they did the art uh, the uh, called the Good Boy Jamboree, and mm. I think maybe the best fan art probably we've ever received. It's up there as, for sure as the Country Bears. Uh, Aaron, my wife, often does like the special art for and the main art uh, for these things. But in this case, she was like, "You already got Good Boy Jamboree. It's got to be Good Boy Jamboree." Use that. Yeah. Uh, Tona helped us out, and uh, thanks so much. And you can check out more of Tona's work at uh, in the show notes. Yeah, sure. Great. They'll be there. Um, yeah, it's so good. Um, so it's a you know we freshen it up for this week. Everything's fresh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it feels good. I feel the the sheen and the shine, the moonshine, where it's <laughs> we've turned into a it's a real hoot and holler now. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to do a lot. There's a lot of uh, content coming this week. Uh, and I don't think we're not going to say everything. It'll be a fun, fun surprise. Yeah, I think goes. so. Because you might, yeah, you could make guesses as to how we'll we'll sort of break everything down yeah. and parse this into different uh, areas and topics. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that you could you could guess all the twists and turns. I'll say that if you want the full Country Bear Jamber Week experience, you should uh, subscribe to The Second Gate at right. patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think most of it we're doing right here on the main feed uh, for for our good old family because we're one big we're one big family here. <laughs> You're entitled to uh, most of the content in front of the paywall. <laughs> we're uh, generous bars. Yep, just a little, but just a little bit. You gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> Family's got to chip in, you know what I mean? Yeah, for if <laughs> pay you, for the feast. You want to hear the two-hour episode about Buck Owens's music career? <laughs> you got to listen to the Patreon and pay us a little money. Oh, that'll get him over there. Oh yeah, we're gonna see such a spike today. Um, yeah, this this I think is exciting. It's cool to be tackling something to really like do do a, do a major here, do a thesis. We're really this is a thesis project about a, about an attraction. It is, yeah. Um, and I, you know, that deep breath that you just did, Mike. That was a question I had. Is the, I think I think for you maybe this is the biggest um, hill to climb mm-hmm. because this has been looming for a long time. I, oh, yeah. I can recall an instance where uh, I suggested maybe doing the Country Bear Jamboree, and you said pretty seriously, "I have, you know what? I got to tell you, I'm not ready." <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I can do it yet. I'm not ready. Yeah. So now, now we're here. Are you ready? I would say this. Uh, I am ready in the sense that I'm always ready, which is uh, something that uh, podcast friend Matt Cardona uses as a tagline. So I'm always ready. But am I ready? No, I'm not ready. But that's look. Saturday Night Live. They say you know it's the show. <laughs> what do they say about it? It goes well, on. <laughs> It doesn't go, it doesn't go they, on because it's ready. It goes exactly. On, so. Exactly. I think they what say that about Studio 60. Do they say that about <laughs> Sorry, not live? They, <laughs> the show, yeah, the show goes on because it's uh, Friday night at 11 at a theater resembling a, the Palladium, but that isn't the Palladium. <laughs> right. And that's Studio, so the, the, you, the hallowed Studio 60. Did you see the thing there in Sorkin said about I Love Lucy? That he that it's not. If we looked at it today, it's not funny. <laughs> right? Fuck off! Are you kidding me? No, no. He said that he makes making the Lucy Jeez movie anyway. That's, uh But no, this I'm is who we've entrusted with this property. I am not ready, but I'm ready. Yeah. That makes okay. Sense. Great. Um, I mean, because like you know, we're we're taking our time here, and yeah. that's that's some of what I think is easing us into it that we don't have to get to all of it today but the the notion of today's episode is that this is the country bear jamboree the, right the primary thing the big ticket item now i was i should say at the top i think that if we stumble into something or we're we're at a, like the distant we're at three and a half hours and we haven't even gotten to big al whatever it is i think we could call for an episode uh yes break off of course we could we could break off a piece i agree if, with if that. we need to so let's put that <clears throat> option on the table anything yeah if you want to call for in a full episode during this show you can <laughs> about any topic <laughs> don't <laughs> Little... don't summon that spell unless you're ready to cast it <laughs> you got to be sure you're sure there's enough there's enough meat there but again but also it's a you know it's a 
it's a saga or an ordeal or a, or a jamber week. We've used a lot of words yeah. at this point, and that's you know that that setup is hopefully so that um, these episodes don't all have to be. A minimum two and a half hours, but maybe they all are. I well, don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, just, know. I don't I mean, know what the shape of these will be. I think part of my mental thinking, or the way that it's shaping up, is we we just kind of had this, you know, buckle up and just do it because we've talked so many different angles on it. It's like, well, at a certain point, you just have to break down, and it <clears> just exactly, becomes exactly. I think something. I'm, well, I don't, maybe I'm still delaying it by even talking. I about know. We should process. probably just get to it. I right? guess we. I guess we just got to dig in and dig and, in and uh, on this. Attraction, which I'm glad we're doing it now because it is the 50th anniversary, just like Walt Disney World. This was an opening day Walt Disney World attraction, so it's celebrating its 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Still there. It's made it there. It's it was it. opening day Tokyo, and it's still yes. there as well. And notable for being the very first to open Walt, uh, open at Walt Disney World and then get cloned for Disneyland. This is the first time that happened. In that order. Oh, that yeah, order. yeah, yeah. Most things started at Disneyland and they made us, they, they shipped it to Orlando. Yeah, but. and it changed the complexion of Disneyland. Or I guess the name. <laughs> My complexion seems like the a complexion. lot. Well, wait, keep going. What do you mean by well, that? Well, like Bear Country then became a thing. Like that, that area became Bear Country because of the country bears. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's kind of like, um, one thing I find interesting about all this is that it, Opened in Florida, seemingly pretty big smash hit there, pretty beloved out of the gate in Florida, so much so that I think it was pretty hyped coming into Disneyland in California, Uh and maybe too much in a way, because it's a little unassuming in Florida, like it's it's one of it's one of a bunch of attractions. This one's new and exclusive to Disney World. That's cool, but there wasn't a lot of pressure put on it. Maybe that helped it take off here in Disney. By the time they get it to Disneyland, it gets an entire land devoted to it, mm-hmm. uh, which happens pretty rarely that an attraction yeah. is accompanied by an entire land. And also, they are also e-ticket. We're still doing the ticket system Mm -hmm. at that point, and they name it an e-ticket attraction, which I don't think think people, I don't think we've talked a lot about the ticket system. I don't even know what a lot of these older attractions were ticket-wise, but today e-ticket is thrown around mostly for thrill rides you, you'd think that <laughs> it that system was retired but indiana jones or rise of the resistance you'd imagine would be e-tickets kind of weird that a theater show that a sit-down show was considered an e-ticket in my heart it's not weird but it is weird for the average public i think yeah mm-hmm. um i have a graphic that yesterland preserved uh from like 72 73 of all the e-tickets at disneyland okay do you want to guess some of them um do we have there's no big thunder yet not yet. Uh, Haunted Mansion Pirates. Correct. Uh, how many we got here? Um, two, four, six, eight. Somebody else has got a jug while he can't. Like eight. 11? <laughs> There's oh, 11 boy. on here. Uh, oh, oh, that's 11, really? Then, like, is the, uh, in, at that point in time, is like the railroad an e ticket? Oh, that's a good question. Um, a, a mode of transit is. Monorail? Um, monorail is monorail is an e ticket. Small world an e ticket at that point? Small world is an e ticket. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Matterhorn then. Uh Matterhorn is not listed what? On here. What are you talking about? A small world and not Matterhorn? Really? When does uh, Matterhorn open? Is Matterhorn not open? No, it's <laughs> or, I'm it's sorry, open. Matterhorn is on here. Oh, Matterhorn thank is God. I'm losing my mind. This yeah. is not the clearest graphic. Um, <laughs> what, what else we got? Uh we have the monorail, the jungle cruise. 
Huh. Uh, the Mind Train Through Nature's Wonderland. Oh, wow. interesting. Um, the Every- Submarine Voyage. Hmm. What was it? Can we list what wasn't an e-ticket at this point? I mean, the other, the weirdest one to me. Walking down Main Street, (laughs) e-ticket. The strangest one to me that not only was it an e-ticket, but it was still here. Pack Mules. Wow. Riding a mule was an e-ticket. That's right. Wow. vaunted phrase (laughs) that they only, like, that they say in this, let me tell you, this is going to be a real e-ticket akin to riding a mule. That might so, take a dump or like <laughs> spit, if, it's like just piss all over your shoes. If you could still ride a mule at Disneyland, you would have to pay for the lightning lane to ride a mule. <laughs> lightning you would have lane to, for a mule ride. <laughs> you would have to pay $15 for the lightning lane to ride a mule at Disneyland. <laughs> By Which the time I, an entire family has done it, and if you're there with a big, you might, <clears throat> some people travel with bigger families than there are mules. Yeah, So what sure. do you do in that case? They've paid the money. You want to make it work. Yeah, a family, an angry flat family reunion and matching t-shirts <laughs> arguing like, you've got to get more mules out here. And <laughs> a collective $210. What if, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they, if like Bob Chapek or Damaro was on stage at one of these D23 type places and they're like, we are starting a virtual queue for the mule rides <laughs> at 7 a.m. You will wake up and get on your app and get a spot in line for mules. During the day, and that will they'll go quickly. So you have to get up at that time, and everyone's writing articles about how to get in the virtual queue for a mule. And just all virtual of us, queue for a mule. Jeez, all theme park media pleading with them. Please update the mules. They're very old. <laughs> they are struggling. Several of them are from the opening of Disneyland. <laughs> several, several of these are original day years old. Disneyland. Let Shooter retire. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter to deal with Bob Cummings opening day, and now he has to deal with me. Most I'm, of Shooter's legs are fake. Let him rest. <laughs> I'm going to be the first to say I don't know anything about mules, but I'm going to hazard a guess that they either live very few years or they're like turtles, where it's like, oh, they live a long time. <laughs> yeah, the average mule was 300 years old. <laughs> it lives to be 300. Uh, mules are sterile, yes? So they can't. It's the, so when a Is, ho- in mules or donkeys? <sighs> One of them, I think it's difficult right. to make. It's difficult, difficult to, to, to make. make. <laughs> well, they're sterile. They're not like, you know. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. This is important at the top of the This is, <laughs> yeah, we got to do some we gotta cover a bunch of non-country bear mule, just stats about real mules. Mm, um, mule. Okay, continue talking while um, I figure this out. Well, at Disneyland, this I thought was interesting. When it did come to Disneyland, because they were predicting it being such a hit, they Two theaters. two theaters. Florida has one theater. Tokyo also has two theaters. Oh, Seemingly right. still a big hit there. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I was correct. They are sterile because they can't make sperm or eggs. A female horse and a male donkey have a mule. Got it. Oh, so one, but then that a mule is an evolutionary dead end? Basically, yes. Like Whoa. Critter Country itself. It was a dead end. <laughs> uh, bear Country, wow, Critter perfect. Country, yeah. <laughs> the mule of lands. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's... That is all pretty crazy. Like it's it's coming in blockbusters. That you got to use yeah. the the biggest ticket on it. It's its own land. It's two theaters, and I and I think it like did all that hurt it in a way. Did that make it not take off in California ever to the degree that it it did in Disney World mm-hmm. and seemingly Tokyo? Mike, I think you can attest, or you got to see it there, right? Was oh it, yeah, was yeah. Um, Psyched crowds. That Loved was like yes. a absolutely 
hyped audience. Although lately, I've been noticing that in Orlando as well. I think people, it depends. Sometimes, it, yes, it does. Yes. I was going to say that, yeah, just it depends. I've been there where no one gives a shit. I've watched YouTube videos where no one gives a shit. But then I have been in there with, with a crowd that likes it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's infectious. I think if there's a couple people in the country bear crowd who are determined to give it their all mm-hmm. and really cheer for everything and really clap for everything and who laugh at the things that there are to laugh at, um, then everybody has a better time. I think in general, the more the audience puts into it, the more, they, uh, the more everybody gets out of it. It's just like the end of the Abbey Road Suite. The love, <laughs> the love you make is equal to the love you take. I agree with that completely. They famously uh, cut the hoedown portion of. There was a right after the the big drum solo. There is a big uh, jug solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they well, they all turn take turns jugging. Three different jug players take turns jugging like the guitar <laughs> solos at the end. <laughs> when John Lennon was staying at the Polynesian, do you think he saw the Country Bears? Whoa. Ooh, what a question. What a question. Oh my God. Right at the Can early I call on. for an episode about <laughs> this? <laughs> about this hypothetical? Well, the, yeah, but I don't know how you find, how yeah. you verify any of this. The I other thing about that story that I had read on some sort of like long form article like ages ago, and I don't know. I, I I don't remember where it was. I don't remember how well sourced. Um, but it, it, I think it had kind of a debunking angle of like, oh, the papers were presented there, but they realized the lawyers had to tweak something. Oh, right. So he yes. was further down. Uh, he was either Miami or he was somewhere else in Florida when he finally got the final, final pepper. I have to dissolve the Beatles. To dissolve the Beatles. Yeah, I yeah. have seen this correction that he didn't actually dissolve the Beatles. In Disney, in the in Polynesian Disney. But he got hotel. papers that were going was that was going to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the final, final ones, I guess, happened somewhere else. Well, would he have been like? Um, would he have enjoyed the Country Bears? Would he have been been impressed by them? Like uh, the way he, you know, he likes a Nilsson. Like uh, I respect to my musical peers. Would it have stressed him out? Uh, uh, like it feels like work to him to go analyze another great band's music. They liked. Uh, <laughs> They liked uh, like American country western. I mean, Ringo covers Buck Owens' act naturally, and Buck Owens has a song in the Country Bears. Oh, um, that's an interesting crossover. I don't think I knew he was the artist of Act Naturally. Uh, yes, yes. So uh, you know that song, of course. Uh, they're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. Yeah, they. I mean, I think a lot of those British Invasion bands. I mean, the early early Stone records are mostly like covers of like. Uh, blues and country songs, right? Yeah. So did any of them do uh, Blood on the Saddle? Well, it's a, <laughs> well, uh, it's a good question. I don't know. I mean, Elton John is in the Country Bear movie. Spoiler oh. alert. Mm. I guess I shouldn't have said that. Could but, be addressed. But he has a bunch of old, he has like a bunch of very country western, tumbleweed connection and stuff, like all these different mm-hmm. influences. So I think that would be right up John Lennon's alley to answer the question. He might have appreciated it. I think he would have loved it. Yeah. Unless he was just like high out of his mind and doesn't recall seeing it and was not really mentally uh, it's there. possible it was the it was it was with may pang right now with yoko it was a long weekend situation i guess so yeah, yeah. Is she in the photo i think the so. polynesian it's may I pang think, right i believe yeah. so yeah and she's also i think in the is she the one in the photo of him doing like the mr nat he's doing that crazy walk uh with i don't fake know hat? i can't remember okay <laughs> i can't remember that photo where he looks like an alien he i looks won't. like a tall string bean alien i won't remember it okay. um 
<laughs> I refuse to. Sorry, May, my eyes are straying. <laughs> I've got a new... <laughs> I might have a new girlfriend. Her name's Swingin' Teddy Barra. <laughs> when he was so high, he, like, clung to her animatronic <laughs> as she went into the ceiling. Uh, there's a man uh, <laughs> trying to ride up into the rafters. Uh, <laughs> correction, that's the most famous man on the planet. <laughs> John Lennon had a long weekend with Swingin' Teddy Barra <laughs> from May Pang. <laughs> right, I'm being told to... Uh, allow it to happen uh he's gonna he's gonna stay up there we don't want any trouble with apple records so uh, uh, let's not bother him for the weekend folks paul famously had to go and tell john get back with yoko leave swinging teddy bear <laughs> he went to him in california <laughs> is it funny because it's trixie was seeing tex ritter at the time and she got him in the show sure yeah <laughs> so uh, I so where do where do you even be- begin here? Uh, uh, I mean, we could talk a little bit about where it where it came from mm-hmm. because it, um, you know, as with a lot of stuff that was put into Disney World originally, like there's a, there's a couple of attractions that were new to Disney World and uh, Walt had passed away, he'd been uh, deceased for five years or so, but a lot of the new attractions in Disney World still had roots to stuff he was alive and helped think of. It's like not till further down the road that they finally are willing to try an attraction that Walt didn't sort of approve. Um, Mm -hmm. But this, yeah, he was around for an iteration of the Country Bear Jamboree because it was meant for a ski resort that never got built. Mineral King. The Mineral King (laughs) Ski Resort. Um, I mean, it starts, of course, when uh, Walt was the chairman of pageantry for the Squaw Valley Olympic Games. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll call my own episode. Uh, all right, Squaw Valley. <laughs> oh, Squaw Valley. Uh, um, I was looking that up, and like you would, I don't know, you'd think like a, an entire Disney run. They, I, I, he did not like do like a custom animatronic show. I don't think he had the lead time to. He didn't make up the tiki room, right? Or have like an original show about um, you know chipmunk skiers and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, vulture uh, shot putters or what mm-hmm. have you. I don't think anything too interesting was happening there. But uh, I guess in doing so, he got interested in in putting together a ski resort. Um, I don't know the the math super well of how all that played out but that's a property that's it's now part of sequoia it is it wasn't at the time it got annexed in the 70s um but yeah he wanted to build what would have been the biggest ski resort in america um and drew up a lot of plans for it and in doing so he it was like well what do people do at night we have to come up with something once the skiing is over and he tasked mark davis with coming up with great imaginary we've talked about a lot really responsible for a lot of the you know funnier zanier character designs mm-hmm. over the year these characters where you feel like you get a picture of the whole character just when you look at his concept or forget about even the robot his concept yeah. art says mm-hmm. so much just speaks volumes um little quote i have uh, well commissioned Mark Davis to come up with shows that would keep those folks and their money right there at Mineral King. <laughs> uh, Walt thought maybe we should have a show that had something to do with bears, said Mark. Lots and lots of bears. <laughs> and he went off and thought of a lot of different bears and a review uh-huh. that they could do. Um, but here's something interesting I discovered in all this, that 
Uh, Something Mark Davis said is that the drawings that he showed Walt had all kinds of bears. Sure, there was a country band, but also a jazz band, a circus band, a one-bear band, and a red outfit with a bunch of instruments he was playing. So, because if this was supposed to be in Northern California, um, country music is not, you know, the exclusive dominant music there so there's an alternate version of this where it's not the country bear jamboree just a bear the bear show the bear concert yeah it's multiple things it's like uh uh andrew dice clay used to do a bunch of characters and then he settled on one of the concepts that became his whole persona (laughs) that's exactly the same thing i see Hmm. so like there were a lot of versions that could have been of a bear band um i guess it's actually kind of like america sings where there were multiple like they weren't all sort of a part of one like group on America Sings. There were different yes. acts, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. A bunch of American genres represented and half now canceled. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, when you look at Country Bear Jamboree and then America Sings, it does feel, because we were talking about classic rock, like uh, important rock bands, it, it does feel like the trope of, you know, big first hit with country bear jamboree and uh kind of doesn't too nail it on the sophomore <laughs> effort too ambitious maybe too ambitious know? or not focused enough for it's like yeah. american idiot and 21st century breakdown <laughs> <laughs> you know 21st century breakdown is not as good as american this is idiot new, right we haven't used this metaphor I don't, uh, it's fairly new we fresh. didn't land on this metaphor for half an hour did we? <laughs> <laughs> we can't we can't dive in more though we have so much to get to I, uh, I was trying to think of like is there a more current reference and all i could think of is like well that first shins album to that second shins album and i'm like that's the same time period what am i talking about <laughs> the first shins album i think even older than american idiot <laughs> oh yeah maybe Mm, maybe i don't know i don't remember i like the second shins album okay it's the first shins album the one with the garden state songs it, with carrying is creepy it is that came right out pretty well along before garden state uh but yes a lot of it and then shoots too the, narrow is the second one shoots right? too i'm narrow calling is, for a separate yeah. episode about <laughs> about be too all right we got two already separate shins episode and that's going to be in country bear jamber week uh-huh okay great, great. perfect I'm excited um, if you're a good boy in college, you would order them online. On t- the CDs come to your dorm room, and yeah. If you're what? I say, if you were a good boy, if you were an oh, idiot like of... me who didn't know how to steal music. <laughs> oh, I uh, see. Oh, you're saying you were a good boy. I was a good boy, and I bought purchased. the albums. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay. So anyway, when they realized this was going to be a Florida-specific attraction, that's when it became country music because country music, country western, was the like uh, dominant music genre in Florida. So I don't think I realized that that if it had started in California, maybe this is not a, a, a country music attraction. Yeah. Not a jamboree at all. I mean, I love the idea that they could have done just different bands for different spots, different Disney parks, like different types of bear bands. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's pretty fun. Uh, Uh, So in Europe, is it like... uh Craft works. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh bears. Oh, geez. Craft work. Uh, Just yeah. a really, art, yeah, with like, you know, we are the, the 3D component and yeah. they're, they're aware that they're robots. They know that they're robots. Yeah. We like, like the craft work song, We Are the Robots. We, <laughs> man, we are the bear robots. We are the bear robots, is what you could call it. Uh, yeah, that would be perfect. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. You dampened my enthusiasm for the jamboree because I'm just going to be thinking about that hypothetical. <laughs> also, all of it, if you ke- if you kept it, because Kraftwerk are such like, you know, svelte guys, and then, but it's those kind of suits, but like 
but big massive <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah fantastic 700 yeah. pound <laughs> so great yeah that would be amazing um but i don't the window for that has passed sadly <laughs> there's no chance i don't think of us ever getting a new animatronic show based on characters that don't have a tv show or movie i don't think maybe anywhere i don't think there because this kicked off you know i think i'm not sure that you have chuck e cheese without the country bear jamboree i think this is such a you know there'd been the tiki room uh you know there's lincoln and hall of presidents but those aren't you know fun and for families right uh are depending on your view of things well, but uh this is i mean clearly the just style wise and just the you know how much you meet people and like hey why don't you play us a two it's completely what chuck e cheese turns yeah. into yeah Which, for sure it's interesting because like where the disney regional projects never really took all i mean between mineral king and then there was that st louis indoor one Mm-hmm. Disney Quest, like very famously, flamed out, and mm-hmm. but Chuck E. Cheese got off the ground, but Disney couldn't get their act together. They tried. It is weird, yeah, it is yeah. weird to think about it. They had char- beloved characters that everyone knew, yeah. but they didn't figure it out. I mean, I guess yeah, Michael Eisner tried it the later. Store, you got the store, but that's not the same. Yeah, as, yeah. I mean, how much did you look up in the rafters and wish that all of those characters? I loved seeing those characters. But yeah, I wanted them to do something. Of course, yeah. But, I mean, there were all these, like, rules. I mean, like, we talked about the directive DVD sequels and stuff where it's, like, there were just, like, rules in place. And I think for a while, yeah, the idea was, like, oh, they should be, like, just kind of contained to here. But then Michael Eisner had some wild ideas. But then didn't go hard enough with them, maybe? Well, he was still stuck in the confines of the rules. I mean, the same issues keep arising with that they can't get the regional stuff off the ground they can't get their act together there but also the problem you mentioned of you know walt saying how do we keep these people and their money here at night that was the same idea with pleasure island it's like they're leaving mm-hmm. property they're leaving disney world sure they're going to church street station or they're going elsewhere in orlando we need some sort of nightlife yeah yeah thing um, which I don't look, I think if there's animatronic bear shows all over the country and the world, everybody's money is going to it. Yes. Still today. I, <laughs> yeah, there I were, agree. I got not, not country bears, but I got like right before I came here, I was rewatching the country bear jamboree and YouTube suggested that it's like, do you want to watch this bear animatronic show in Brazil? It was also in England. And I was like, what is this? Like, oh. I had never come across this. Do we have another episode to add this week? Oh. To this Brazil I, thing? I think it's worth looking into more, but I don't know anything about it. Mm. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, this look, this is inspired. This inspired a generation, <laughs> multiple generations uh, to want to make their own animal talking animal show. Uh, I think also I'm, people have written about it. There is something about talking animals. Like human beings have been obsessed with talking animals like forever. And it is, it is strange. Yeah. Like, but there is something about it that is funny, weird, fascinating. I don't know. It works better than human shit. Like human animatronics just like sort of end up creepy or at least did until the recent past where they've (laughs) kind of cracked a little better. But these guys can be big and round and uh, fuzzy and don't you just like every country bear don't you want to just like grab their face just like see what that feels like just like give their uh, give their cheeks a shake more than anything yes i want to do that uh the bear it's just it's 
I, I mean, it is funny because obviously like a bear doesn't talk. So you go in here and you see a bear talking mm-hmm. and then singing sad songs or weird songs. <laughs> and it's funny. It's really funny. So I think somewhere in the, I don't know if this was Mark's concept or Walt's concept, but I think somewhere in the brainstorming was just the idea that, you know, if we're staying with the mythology of this is the, like we're in this ski resort, we're near the Sequoias, uh, uh, you know, you're, it's a regional thing. So, uh, we we went out and we found some bears and we trained the bears to be musicians, but not very well. Like they are technically trained, but the show is a problem and it's hijinks and falls. And that's like, I kind of never thought of that as the, the concept of the show, but it's pretty neat. And I think it makes you, I think the, the fact that the show's coming apart at the seams a little bit in a very Muppet show, yeah. right, in a way predating the Muppet show, there is no Muppet show yet. And I think there's a lot of Muppet show feel to the country bear. Jamboree. Yeah. Cause it's old, like vaudeville stage stuff. And it definitely mm-hmm. feels like, yeah, like, like it's a fun, zany show going wrong. I didn't actually think of that, what you were saying about that, because that is an element of the show is that it goes wrong, but it kind of isn't kind of, that bad. I mean, like Big yeah. Al at the end is interrupting stuff mm-hmm. and they argue with each other a little bit, although they've cut some of the arguing from the re- the newer show, oh, the okay, newer sure. version of the show. But in the vacation one, which we'll cover down the road, uh, there's the there's the Rufus, the, the unseen bear right. who has to go fix problems like you hear him climbing around right to uh, settle tech issues and what have you so yeah. that has a little bit of like coming apart of the scene but yeah it's you know what under that lens they do a pretty good job yeah they're it's a pretty, lot more professional yeah. than the muppets good good musicians they're all a lot of them are a little goofy uh some of them are a little horny I'd I think we so. could safely say yeah. that. Well, yeah, I a also, number of them. <laughs> very, yes. The show is horny, which Pretty is horny funny. Show. Yeah. Which is something that, because when Lindsay and I went to Disney World, which I hadn't been in like 10 years, we went like, now I guess 10 years ago that we went, um, and we I hadn't seen it in a decade or more, and we watched it and we were high. We thought it was so weird and funny. Hmm. And not, not literally, of course. Well, you no, too. no, not literally. Oh, no, of course. Hope not. But we ran up to somebody. I'm sure I said this on the show before. We ran up to a cast member. like, oh, where's all the, where's the Country Bear merchandise? And they were like, we don't have any. Hmm. And I was like, we were like, what? This is unbelievable. But yes, the bears are horny. I always thought, I always interpret it that a lot of them are hammered. Hmm. Like, like they're like, cause they're goofy. You're saying goofy, but like, they're like weird. Like, yeah, they seem out of it. That And I feel like that's a, uh, you know, thing about country western, you, you know, and honky tonks and dive bars and stuff. Is it they're know? all hammered? You get, yeah, you get a little <laughs> hammered, maybe a paid in drinks, you know. Sure, but they're drinking human alcohol, and it has the same effects as it would on a human. I think, it, yeah, if you, yeah, if you give a bear moonshine, he's gonna get drunk. I suppose so. Yeah. Is that a is that a thing? Are there videos of like the bear broke into the? You mean like like oh. a, like on a frat party, and it's like let's get the bear drunk, man. <laughs> Bears drinking beer, yeah, for sure. Never for this frat, but uh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's drunken bear YouTube videos. (laughs) It's like like a dark part of the internet. Bear bags uh, in the Boy Scouts. You'd have to if anyone's gone camping around bears. You've talked about bear bags on the show before. Have I? Yeah, I think it's so interesting. I mean, you you just put all of your food essentially, like most of your like dry good food that you can't like seal in an airtight cooler or something. You put it in a bag and you tie it with a rope and you hoist it up in the trees so the bear 
can't really get to it. Yeah, so you put your moonshine up in the tree so the bear can't get it during the night when you're sleeping. Sure. According to backpacker.com, the answer is a qualified yes. Like almost all animals... Uh, oh, wait a minute. This is like from the point of view of a bear. All right, I'm confused by this. You're I don't know how to... Appeal. I was starting to read it and it was like, ah, yes, I can. All right, well, I guess... All right. I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am susceptible to the sauce and will experience the effects of alcohol provided I drink a ton of it. I see. Uh, hey, this- gotta, what animal wouldn't get drunk if you gave it alcohol? Oh, here's a, uh, in 2004, federal wildlife agents found a black bear passed out on the lawn of a resort in Baker Lake, Washington, after drinking 36 cans of beer. Oh, my God. Oh, sure. <laughs> so there's one. Uh, how did that happen? Wait, how do you, like... 36 cans? You slash a cube. You slash, like, a, a crate of them. I guess so, but in the slashing, doesn't most of the beer come out? Yeah, how would I, the bear get it? How would it know just, to, like, like, have its mouth by it? Put your mouth, but you start, you smell it, and you start, like, licking it up. Up, you know <laughs> 36 cans though and then just keep crushing, popping it crushing yeah. it on its own head after it sure. completes a can uh this is another maybe that you know the daily nature of this we can go off and do homework i can okay get the full story of the baker lake drunk black bear incident uh, <laughs> <laughs> figure out the logic of it uh so john lennon is homework black bear is homework <laughs> uh but bears can get drunk so you're saying that these are well does this bother you does it bother you that these are uh inebriated <laughs> horned up performers <laughs> Uh, it doesn't bother me. Uh, they're not real. They're it's a it's a fun fun fantasy life where bears are anthropomorphic. Uh, so no, I am not so bothered by it. Um, mm-hmm. so, but this I, is. I was thinking how you know because it's almost impossible to unravel where some of the the threads over the years on these podcasts have come from. But I do feel like <clears throat> country bear. Jamboree is one of the primary sources in theme park world of May West level sexuality, which has, I think, been a runner in your comfort level with <laughs> such sexuality. Yeah, interesting. Uh, well, Mary May West- Westy, I'd say all of the female bears. May West herself, obviously, was a big, inf- like, she, everybody's been doing the May West thing, I think, for uh, Miss Piggy, everybody. Like, that's a rich tradition of kind of that vibe that may west vibe mm-hmm. um so yeah no i think I, it would be interesting to know where this thread came from when the first time i i wrinkled my nose up at some sort of bodiness and was bought was the first use of the word body related well, to the country bear i think it was i misused the word body i think that's honestly what it was i used it wrong i sounded like an idiot and said body in the wrong way and then now i'm mr body <laughs> bodiness is part of the fabric <laughs> yes yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, but no, this is, uh, um, this is the bo- If a bodiness is funny, I have to give it up to it. I have to give it up for mm. the body. It's bodiness for the sake of bodiness. Yeah. If it's, if you're just trying to be body and trying to be shocking, then that's not something I'm interested in. But if it's in this, in this uh, service of comedy, in the service of comedy and it's funny little bears doing it if and it it's safer. Yes. Saying like, as soon well, as I find a ladder, I'll be right up. You know? Well, the show would be a lot creepier it for would humans. Be much creepier. If yeah. Everything that happened in it <laughs> yeah. was a, a similarly proportioned 
human being. Yes. It yeah. would be distur- one of the most disturbing shows of all time. The, con- the country guys. The country the guys. country guy jamboree. Yeah, if those older country guys who all look like they're melting, if it's like late in life the, Elvis. like The Knott's Berry Farm, like Mine Train. Oh, God. Or the, the, oh, the log yeah. workers, the, the yeah. lumber workers. A bunch of like wrinkled, you look at them and think that they're 68, but they're actually <laughs> 31. They yeah. just lived a hard life. Yeah, the show would yeah, the show would not be the same. You'd be really worried about that one kid one. Yeah. As it stands, the kid who sits with the the band, he's like part of the family. But if there's only one child in this seedy world, <laughs> yes. Uh, rescue him. Yes. Raise him as your own. There would be a lot of concern if this was a human based show. There'd be a lot of people you would be worried about. <laughs> but yes, this again, this is fun. It's a fantasy. Yeah. The bears aren't real. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so, uh, oh, you know, you know, we should, because you guys brought this name to my attention. Uh, Mark Davis isn't the only person to credit with the formation of this. There's the, the guy Albertino. Right. I hadn't heard that name until you brought him up, and I, I needed it explained to me. I was like, Albertino? <laughs> what is that? No, it's Al space Bertino. Yes. Uh, and he is the namesake of Big Al um the the biggest saddest country bear <laughs> um, <laughs> so do we know sad. anything else about albertino um oh that's about, about the imagineer mm-hmm. oh and i don't have anything written down here so i'm sure there's a lot about him but i don't either all right well uh, al you're not getting your full dude <laughs> i know that uh big al is you know uh at the disneyland version of this ride there used to be like bear sized dressing room doors yeah and I always forget this, but Big Al's full name is technically Big Albert, mm. which is very funny to me in that it sounds like a thing that John Kerry messed up on the campaign trail. Like he was just like, <laughs> I love the music of Big Albert or like <laughs> when he would get like when a politician just clumsily like they were prepped with a local reference and they eat it like they do something a little wrong. What did John Kerry say? Did he have a famous mess up of the. Uh... Well, I, I mean, his whole vibe, like nothing he said sounds natural. But in Philadelphia, he got a lot of flack because he went to a cheesesteak place and ordered a cheesesteak with Swiss cheese, which get the fuck out of here, Uh-oh. fancy man. Like Uh-oh. that, you don't do that. Wow. <laughs> that wow. doesn't fly. Cost him the election. Cost him the election, <laughs> yeah. Jason voted for Basically. Bush that year. <laughs> voted for- it genuinely could, not in his case, he was, I don't think he came close, but being that Pennsylvania is a swing state, sure. you really can't mess that one up. Yeah, you gotta yeah, know. Yeah, very densely populated southeastern PA. Mm-hmm. So, you gotta know. You know. Don't fuck up your sandwiches any future candidates please mm-hmm. the future of the world <laughs> depends on that's it. true and jason's willing to coach you through regional like, i will coach you through candies and yeah because because i think he had pittsburgh because Teresa hines carry oh, yeah. uh you know that that she would have pittsburgh she'd be like okay some of the places here put french fries and coleslaw on the sandwich so don't be confused john like don't freak out Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. You know, uh, um, Jason, you brought up that room. 
I love that room. I got to be in that room in Japan, the pre-show room. Yes. With essentially nobody in it, because there was this horrible rainstorm, the only one of my Japan trip that cleared out uh, Tokyo Disneyland. And since we survived it, we had every room to ourselves. So we're just running around. I hadn't looked at the pictures in a long time, but we went up to every door. Because all of these characters, and probably one thing we got to do is sort out these characters, because I didn't have them straight till. We, I started thinking about this show more. Um, but every character has doors that represent their their height. It's little, it's short doors for short characters, tall doors for tall characters. There's d- doors that like expand out in the seat zone, sure, <laughs> like and yeah. only the seat zone, so they can make it through. Uh, swinging Teddy Barra, the one who is is it Barra or Barra? Am I saying Barra? In, I've always uh, heard it as Barra. It's probably Barra. I might be all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll stop it there. Uh, swing Teddy Barra. Uh, uh, I think yeah, there's a little ladder, uh, and the door is up in the ceiling. Oh, um, so she's got to climb up to get to her spot, um, and so much other fun nonsense. Like there is the song that they they sing you on the way out the door. Uh, there is musical notation of it that's scratched into wood. Like uh, Henry, the host, like made the music notes, but scratched it with his claw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they also have a record that is that they scratched themselves, like a weird, clunky, bare scratched vinyl. Uh, a lot of fun details in that opening room. Yeah, that's really great. Um, I I'm trying to remember. We we I end up feel like we ended up rushing through that more in Tokyo when we were there. Um, but going through back on the YouTube and looking at it, it's like, it is a pro. Now, would you say, Scott, this queue is something that you would just skip immediately to go into the theater? <laughs> I'm just saying, it sounds pretty great. I think that there's no version where you, there'd be like a long enough line where you'd, you'd have to. Mm. But um, but if there was a teleport machine outside of the country bear to teleport you right into your seat. Go straight. The, look, the answer is yes. There is no unskippable queue. There's okay. no such thing. I, I stand by this lodge. This is not the episode to it's get It's not the episode it. to do it. We have yeah. too much. Too much to cover. Too Sorry. Too yeah. much. Too to much. Do. We don't have the time here to discuss the issue that I was correct on, in which this there was is, almost uh, no support for the other side. Anyway, moving on. Well, we'll just we'll discuss it in 2022. Great. We'll, we'll earmark it for that because again, I have e- I have emails. We'll talk. So okay. curious about these emails. Yeah, I just I was boy that morning. I thought I was gonna open. I thought everybody was gonna be so mad at me. It was just a day of I'm just laying back in bed. Ah, another Scott is right. Why another Scott is right? <laughs> Felt good. Felt good to be me. We'll have to, you know, it'll be a whole. We'll do two and a half hours, um, and we'll bring in many judges. I think too. There'll be a lot of independent, like independent councils and independent judiciary bodies to help us litigate this. Whatever it takes. Uh, I'm ready for it. I'm up for it. Yeah. 2022, folks. Prepare for it. Um, anyway, you were the, the building that you're in is, uh, is Grizzly Hall. Hallowed Grizzly Hall. Mm-hmm. That's technically where you are. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else before you're just you're in the place. Um, you know, it's a, just a great place to see that beautiful Disney wood. Yeah. That, uh, uh, it's the best thing about Frontierland or anything with a similar theme that it's old and tarnished, but also shiny. You want to like touch every inch of the room. Yeah. That wood just looks great, feels great. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I do, I do love, uh, I do love Grizzly Hall. 
There's a, the old before they redid like Mrs. Knotts. I got the same vibe, it, even though the Country Bear lobby is better. It's like I still get the same vibe. Like you're a hundred years back in time, maybe. Like there's mm-hmm. an old vibe there. Yeah, I I remember kind of all my memories of Country Bear Chambery are being in this room largely empty not just when i went recently yes. in tokyo but like usually and because i feel like just my park day trajectory would always be i wouldn't get here till close to closing mm-hmm. so you're and and everybody's kind of like nobody's seeing this thing late and i just have fond memories of like disneyland's getting dim and it's all lantern lit around Frontierland now and a lot of a lot of kids have gone home but my mom's sticking it out with me or yeah. whatever it is and where we got we got grizzly hall to ourselves mm-hmm um, so yeah, your memory is because I saw this when I was little, and I always liked it, but I I was not I didn't like country music as a little kid. No, I liked the animal, I liked the robots, but I obviously didn't get any of the joke. I didn't get most of the jokes, so it didn't make a huge impression on me. It's like, do you have memories of seeing it specific? You're saying, I guess you do. Um, I do. I like. I mean, my whole thing with it, I feel like I I find this thing like. Uh, I, I always liked it as a kid, and I find it so pleasant and fun, and I, I've I've always dug it. But the characters have always been muddy in my head. I don't, I haven't like, I don't have a lot of like individual beats memory. It's just a general feeling. I like those yeah. guys on the wall, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't have the names memorized. Mm-hmm. But where do you, but like? Uh, did you get up to speed, Mike, in preparing for Jamber Week, or did you have a lot of this mythology set just from like liking it in the, the last mm. decade? No, there's still a lot of stuff I had to refresh. Like, I know who Wendell is, I know who Big Al is, I know the Sunbonnet Trio, mm-hmm. but there's I like I need Oscar is the little boy you referenced, I believe, okay. baby Oscar, baby Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't have picked out Zeke and Zeb. But, like, which one is which? In the even though it's in the song, if you think about it, because he says who's playing what, and somewhere it's implied that Zeb is the father of Baby Oscar. I believe that's correct. I have that yeah. written down just to make sure. Yeah, it's Zeb's son. It says yeah. Yeah. Um, um, when I saw this in Florida uh, recently, first off, pack theater, everyone into it, clapping along, but also much of the day, Wendell and Big Al on the roof waving waving taking pictures really mugging still yeah. doing the suits still the the suited characters yeah wow. there's a lot there's a lot of cavalcades uh right now in florida a lot of quick character pop-ups or character or like chip and dale were doing like loops on a raft on like the uh rafts over to tom sawyer island they had one of the rafts set aside and they were on the rafts like in cowboy attire oh, waving cool. like doing so it one everywhere there was one point where we were standing on that sort of footbridge shortcut uh in frontier land and you could see chippendale doing raft loops there was a cavalcade like float coming by with a bunch of characters and then big al and wendell are on top doing a dance to the music the float is playing so, and so everywhere you looked, there was stuff going on. So that was very exciting. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's one thing to say, that the the Country Bears have maintained as uh, suited characters, and they still yeah. show up in Disneyland once in a while, don't mm-hmm. they? Like uh, special events? Oh, yeah, we got our pictures with them, I believe, uh, when we did <laughs> we did Thanksgiving years ago at the Disneyland Hotel at we the buffet. Had, we had Thanksgiving at the Disneyland Hotel many years ago. We had photos with them then. Uh, they'll, they'll pop up in California Adventure sometime over in the grizzly peak area wow wow uh and then of course i danced with them in tomorrowland a couple of years ago at a dance i saw i walked over and excitedly took some photos with them 
because uh, they were all dancing to like a DJ with a bunch of people. Huh. Uh, so yeah, they they wander around. I have. Has anybody seen Club Buzz yet? Have we heard? I, this is a no. We can't. Don't have time to do this. But there's like a uh, like a light a light rave happening in Tomorrowland at night now in Disneyland, where Buzz Lightyear stands on the top of the Interventions Building while like loud music plays, like mm, 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 music, and there's a lot really? of lights. Yeah. Oh, interesting! Because Club Buzz was also the name of the the short lived name of the Tomorrowland stage for a little while. Yes, I think it's maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm misremembering, but I think it's Club Buzz what they're calling it. But I could be wrong. Oh, that's fun. So anyway, mm. that's a different. Hopefully, the Country Bears will party there in Tomorrowland again, and I'll get to see them. Sure. Hope so. If they aren't busy. If they aren't busy. They can make time. Yeah. Well, their home was destroyed, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh has so much blood on its hands. (laughs) Toad Hall, uh, uh, Grizzly, the theater. Yeah. Yeah. It's evicted. Some of the greats. Um, Let's keep talking about characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get everybody straight and and give them their due. Um, And I don't think there's any order we got to go uh go in here but just like what let's let's talk about everybody well yeah uh the the do you want to do the guys on the on the wall yeah Mel- yeah i guess we are go- that's order but melvin moose uh so yeah basically they're they're um mounted heads of animals and they're yes. talking if in case you haven't seen the show i also by the way i know it's an hour in but maybe watch the show too if you haven't seen it ever yes <laughs> uh yeah i was <laughs> to know what the hell we're talking about because you mentioned the show getting shortened and we both went down around 2012, 2011. Mm-hmm. And so we like, and, and it was closed in August of that year to shorten it. So it's very, very good chance that we saw one of the last showings, the last runs of like the full Maybe. unabridged show. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. You can find the unabridged show on the record album, which yes. you can get on the iTunes store. And that, that has yes. the banter, it has the, ex- the song that was cut. And then some other area music kind of stuff. Yeah, the full show is still in Japan. They still do the full one in Japan. Oh, okay. Um, but they've wow. cut stuff. and all the holiday versions. And well. they have yes, the other two versions that they don't do that in Florida. Jeez, amazing. Which so yeah, so so there's three mounted heads: uh, Max, uh, Buff, and Melvin. Buff and is a buffalo. Melvin is a moose. Wait, Max. Uh, Melvin's a moose. Max is a deer. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. And th- I think that's probably my favorite aspect of it as a kid. I, I That's like, you know, utilizing the space in an exciting way. The show is not just in front of you. It's over here. It's all around you. Yeah. And you get to leave the theater under them and they're still singing. The mm-hmm. show's still going on. Um, and I didn't know that or I forgot that the mounted heads we're also up in a restaurant next door to mm-hmm. both of the the both of the American versions at the the mile long bar mm-hmm. that you would go and the heads were there and would they were moving the entire time like once every few minutes there would be a song and if there wasn't a song then they're just like looking around and blinking wow. in a very Chuck E Cheese fashion it's all very Chuck E Cheese yeah when you read about it um, but yeah, those, I, I, what do, what was the year that closed the, those places closed? Do we know in the nineties sometime? I don't, yeah. think, I know the I don't think I ever went in those. I didn't have a memory mm-hmm. of going in those. Do you, do you remember that? All that stuff. I mean, was a lot of that was closed with, um, the, the 
uh, Winnie the Pooh when it shifted from bear country to oh, critter I it, country. Was it right? both? Even before, though, I think. Okay. I, I have the faintest childhood memory, I'd say. Okay. Like, yeah. And wait, and they're out here, too? It's also, like, yeah. felt funny yeah. to me that they're, that they're, like, and is it the same ones or did they move did they uh, yeah right are they alive animals with full bodies and they just walked over to different holes uh, the mile long bar i read had mirrors at either end so that it wasn't they, obviously they, a mile long yeah, yeah. so it would but it would look longer the image yeah. bounced back and forth and yeah it looked like it went on into infinity um yeah uh that's cool frontier land flavor whatever yeah. bear country flavor um I, you know, I, I, as often I do, I like going to these, uh, Disney dot fandom type, uh, places mm-hmm. or, uh, this might've been on the, the sea, uh, the society of explorers and engineers specific wiki, uh, which, because I think there's in some bizarre way, you could say that Melvin buff and max the heads are in the sea universe. And I don't remember why it seemed like a stretch to oh, me, Oh, interesting. but I'm reading a thing and, uh, this is a nice way to put what they are. Um, Melvin, Buff, and Max were a moose, buffalo, and deer, which at some point in the 19th century were hunted and turned into taxidermy-mounted heads. However, the three did not die, and instead stayed sentient via unknown means, and were also able to communicate in English. (laughs) I mean, that (laughs) is correct, I guess. It is true. I can't argue with the truth of what they're saying. It's just a bizarre way to put it. I don't know how you know 19th century... I don't know that like that they stayed alive. I just don't look. I don't think of the reality of isn't it just that magic happens? I think that when the cast member walks up to the front of the room and starts the show, he also kind of like he brings a little pixie dust with him and it turns the I don't think these are alive. And if so, they're not singing if these heads are, have been alive for 200 years mm. um, and feel the pain of when their body was <laughs> severed off of them. You're saying it's a more fun, it's a, it's better to think about it like, oh, just by, you know, touching the dial, it turns magic on and they're alive again and it's a fun little show they put on and then they go back to mm-hmm. not existing. Their consciousness is again gone. They don't yeah. know the pain of having died or being dead. Or it's uh, magic has to be involved. It's got to be a like a uh, Beauty and the Beast enchanted objects in the castle situation. Right. And not some weird, they held on to a glimmer of life. There's <laughs> just a few alive brain cells. There's, uh, and they live the most tortured existence of any creature. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's less fun. Um, mm-hmm. It is similar. I'm trying to, I have not read the Oz books, and I've, I have not read many books because I'm a fucking idiot but uh the oz books there's a character in return to oz that's a disembodied moose head oh. um that's like mounted mm-hmm. that 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 kind of flies helps them fly like whatever kind of like sleigh that's i was just looking up the name because i forgot the name the name is the gump but i do wonder <laughs> where is like this is the character the so gump. i wonder if this was um maybe inspired by an old frank album character oh probably he had a lot of influence so I wonder, yeah, I wonder if, is he the originator of disembodied animal head that's still alive? Where's mm. the first part, where's the first uh, instance of that in fiction? I don't know. Could be. It's a monster. He's a monster, if so. <laughs> Pos- yeah. Condemned these fictional characters to. The Gump is not as fun as these three characters. I will say that. A lot more disturbing. <laughs> um uh, Buff, my favorite voice in all of theme park world, is Thrill Ravenscroft, the yeah. d- the deep voice, the deepest voiced guy. Sure, one of the bus. 
uh, uh, opened the Fantasyland Castle, that guy. So that's another thing that gives me fun. Thurl Ravenscroft is just a mm-hmm. texture. In, in similar to like, I don't know, I like Disneyland lanterns and the way they light up trees and I like the wood and I like the voice of that guy. That's just like part of enough of the attractions and yeah. fabric of the place that it's uh, magical to me. Yeah, I was going to mention Max, the buck, is voiced by Peter Renaday. Mm-hmm. who is not also in this show he is the voice of henry your master of ceremonies has come up before on on this show because he is the voice of captain nemo in the uh 20, leagues attraction of florida he's he's yeah. doing the um james mason impression i didn't realize this or maybe i had a couple realizations where i was like i may have known this at some point and totally forgot it and relearned it mm-hmm. he is the voice for years of the um, Tomorrowland Transit Authority when that reopened, the people mover. The narration. The narration the, until 2009 yeah. and from like 94 to 2000, he's the guy. Uh, and, and that means he is also my phone ringtone because a portion of that <laughs> announcement is my phone ringtone. Get your phone on. I'm going to call on. you. I'm going to call you. Yeah, what do you mean a portion of it? Disturb. Let's hear it. Yeah, uh, turn everything off. I don't know off. if I've ever played this before. I don't... Uh, yeah, but nor the, have yeah, I my, heard you get a phone call. My apparently. once a month when I actually get a phone call with a ring because it's usually on vibrate. Uh, okay, here I we never go. have my phone on. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's see if we can hear. Tomorrowland Transit Authority Metroliner nonstop now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station for a round trip Super Skyway tour. Whoa. And 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 that was a pain in the ass to clip too because if you try to make a ringtone uh, in this modern era, it is um. Yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. There's so much security stuff still on the iPhone. So you had to rip, I think I had to rip a YouTube video for the audio and then edit the audio down and then convert it to ringtone file type and then add it to iTunes and then import that to my phone. Oh, so this is not, this was not available for you. You made this custom. I, yeah, I made this. You just confessed to a crime. I did. I did confess to a crime. <laughs> Peter Renaday is not getting any residuals. No. For Every this. time you have a phone call, he should get a couple bucks. I should, well, he should, and and it's a shame he's not in the park because it's like some. Hey, you're Ren. The people move it like it's a different voice. Oh, oh is it like a cool skateboard? It's a cool kid? skateboard Attitude. kid since like 2009. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't. Re- I mean, I've been on it. I didn't even listen to that. It's really maybe this should be maybe this is unfair to put it on. Well, no, some of it. Jason knows Peter Renaday some money for sure, but I think yes. at this point, anybody who calls him, like myself, unfortunately, I think I owe Peter Renaday. Uh, if anyone has Peter Renaday's address, that <laughs> voice that you heard, let me know so that I can send him three cents in the mail. Okay, yeah, I think I owe us, him that much. Let us know. Yeah, I also tried to call you immediately after to see if I could get this to just go off. <laughs> constantly in the oh. episode but you've already thwarted already, me with I the switched it back, back to do to not vibrate disturb. and do not disturb <laughs> yeah what would it sound like if the if you were called and you put the phone next to the jug would that would oh, that reverberate Renaday? Peter Renaday was playing the jug <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be that good Probably wouldn't sound like anything also all, all right. this talk I hope I have that fact right because I I saw it and I because I was just assumed because it sounds very Jack Wagnery and I was like oh did they get in to do this I looked it up Jack Wagner was alive uh, he passed away in 95 so i was like okay what's well, possible but then it, i think i'm you're seeing right. people saying that that it was him but what do you do a, do a double check 
I think yeah. so. Well, and the big voice of this guy is Splinter. This is Splinter. He's voices in the Country Bear Jamboree. Wow. He's the host of the Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, and he's Splinter, not just in the cartoon, but in the coming out of their shells live. Yes. He, is, he does the spoken word pre before. We did all episode about this on the Patreon where... Uh, there's the spoken word, which sounds like old Splinter, before it shifts over to sub-Brian Adams. Standing in water. <laughs> Nature surrounds me. Skipping stones. Uh, which I was, by the way, singing this in the car in Owen Lindsay two days ago, I think. <laughs> water surrounds me. <laughs> Which was preceded by you saying, I have a pitch for our first dance at our wedding. Oh, my God. You know it's on the list. You know it's on the list. (laughs) Keep on. Really? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it's a perfectly normal and romantic song. Mike, would you feel free to sing it to me? If if you insist. Let me get the outfit. (laughs) Let me get the outfit on first, though. Wait a minute. I'm also seeing the names BJ Ward and Mike Brazel. Uh, under well, Tomorrowland you know Transit Authority. So this is going to drive me nuts now. Oh, no. Well, you know what? With the the characters, some of the characters in the country, Bears, I know, have had like two voices. They've been, people have done. Right. No, yeah. BJ Ward is now, it looks like. I think you were completely correct. Oh, okay. So BJ Ward is the one who's BJ like, Ward this guy. Is now. He's talking about like. Because when you're writing it, there was the narrator and then there was announcements and they're very similar uh, in tone, the voices. Yeah. So DJ Ward is now, and Mike Brassel. Is, there's no such person. I think you hallucinated that. Oh, but you it says on Disney. Oh, okay. No, no, never no, mind. You made yeah. him up. Oh, okay. You're things. Well. We don't have to deal with Mike Brassel. <laughs> there's no Mike Brassel. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, so he's great, and he's Henry. Henry is the host of the show uh, in his in his top hat and his dapper. Uh, what is it called when you have just a like a dicky? The oval. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Yes, he's like got what, a, he's got a dicky. It's what Big Bird wears when he dresses up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's as as dressed up as cartoon characters and puppets are typically required to get. It's so great. I. That's another thing I'd love to know who the first like Yogi Bear is wearing a tie. Like mm-hmm. he's wearing a hat too. But like what the idea that a cartoon character is naked except for just a little bit of some decoration around their neck is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, who was the first? Who, who pioneered was the it? first? Maybe that was Buck Owens. Did Buck Owens, was he naked on stage except for a tie or a dicky? I don't know. A lot of these honky-tonk type musicians. They were yes. like Red Hot Chili Peppers in the, in the old days. <laughs> Just penis out. They didn't even bother to... <laughs> didn't bother him. Didn't bother him. Different time. <laughs> or you were, or you, you could have like a raccoon like blocking your... If you could really like, get true, a, yeah. if you could get a hide to perfectly hide, <laughs> yeah, your junk. Uh, Henry's the one who has various creatures popping out of his hat. Yes, in the vacation one, it's a skunk, and this one, it's a raccoon because he's wearing on top of it. It's a hat on a hat. We have a literal hat on a hat. Yeah, situation the worst thing in the in comedy possible, but it's happening here, and it's great. It's a top hat with a, uh, uh, the Davy Crockett raccoon hat on top of it, but then face comes out of it, and it, it is a real raccoon who harmonizes with him. Sammy. Sammy Sammy, Sammy is the raccoon. Yep. Kudos to Sammy. I think Henry is not drunk or just a little buzzed. Henry just seems enough pretty to get with comfortable. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but Henry's a seemingly a nice bear. Mm-hmm. He, sounds, he seems nice. 
which is good. Does his job well. He doesn't mess anything up. I, right. I put his professionalism very high. He, well, he gets, you know, he gets yelled at, I think, once. Like, Henry, help me out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, basically, he's, he's on point. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of him. That's one thing I like is that he pops up on the right side of the stage and the left side of the stage. Mm-hmm. Like, he's running all around. You know, like the host of the Oscars might. Sometimes <laughs> they come out of the wings. Sometimes yeah. they're up in the audience. That's fun. Uh, Henry's Henry's all over. Mm-hmm. Making you feel welcome. Um, one thing I like about the show is the way the is figuring out the mechanics of it. It's got kind of the cleverness of the Carousel of Progress, where those side stages have to rotate to allow more acts to come out. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I'm right about this, right? That like curtains close. Henry might do an introduction. Curtains close, and then that entire area has to swivel. So that another character can show up. Trixie shows up there, I believe, in the same on the same spot. thing, and yeah, then Henry yeah. comes back. The they're like because mm. if, you, if you'll notice, they all a lot of them come back for the ending number, but Trixie does not. Oh, because Trixie's spot is taken. Trixie is. And there's only one Trixie so. robot. Yeah, yeah there's only one. But like, like the sunbonnets come Toy up. Toy Story and, three like cut out rudely. Right. Yeah. Justice for Trixie. Yeah. They should make a new rope. I mean, they should. They should honestly have been adding like three bears per year since this opened. So there were even on the sides and stuff. Like there should have been so many more bears by now, but they're never going to do it. Obviously, well, in different. You know, they were starting to. We had our Christmas version that they did a Christmas overlay mm-hmm. and they did a summer vacation overlay, and then it stops. They didn't do like I'm trying to think because if these stop happening in the 90s, what did we miss out on? They didn't do a. Gulf War benefits. They didn't do a like. Let's get our troops home safe. Yeah, they didn't do like a warped tour. They didn't mm-hmm. do a warped tour. Of country bears. A live aid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. With bear, bear Geldof. Bear Geldof. <laughs> <laughs> Doing I. What's the Boomtown Rat song? Mondays. I don't like Mondays. Is that what it's called? I, I, I don't know. like Mondays. Tell me why. That's a uh, Bob Geldof song. Phil Phil Crawlins. Uh, <laughs> traveled to both. There were oh, the right. yeah, there yeah. two the Concord. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know how you the corn on the cob cord. He took the corn <laughs> on the cob cord so that he could be at the Orlando and the LA ones. Both. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but nobody knew how he did it, but he made it. What a funny show to do, like on both coasts all the time, and then go back and forth with like live feeds to each coast. Oh yeah, and the, and it's real, and the camera yeah, right. they have to be synced up. This right. is difficult because there's whole hours of operation. They have to open the park early. Yes. <laughs> it always has to be open at the same time. Or I guess you could do it where it's like when it's not open, it's just like the, it's not the live feed. They have just like a, a placeholder video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can well, see. Well, you know, it's tough to sync them up, which is why, it, like, like to have a duet happen from across the world, which, which is why David Barry and... <laughs> and Mick, oh shoot! What is a Mick Jagger? What's a Mick Jagbear? Few. When in doubt, just make it bear. David Barry and Mick Jagbear, uh, when they they did their um, is dance. Does do the songs have to change? Can it still be dancing in the streets? Oh yeah. Well, they they know they don't have bear versions of these songs. They are they're just Not doing so much. No, like real songs or songs that were written for the show so yeah i guess it could just be dancing the streets yeah yeah. well that's why they pre-taped it is Claw- what i'm saying david, <laughs> right, right. david barry and clawing uh, in oh the wait streets. Da- it's, no david barry and mick jagbear did dancing in the trees okay <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> of course yeah of course 
Country Bear Live Aid, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Did Josh Tomorrow announce this at the, the show, the thing this morning that we're recording? A totally interactive, completely retro show. We think it'll blow audiences <laughs> hey, do you remember out of their chairs. We are, so, so yes, we are rebuilding the Country Bear Jamboree and evicting the poo ride so that we can do Country Bear Live Aid. So we can make a parody of Live Aid. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, in a couple of years, that will get downgraded. Much like the Luxury Hotel was downgraded, the Live Aid Bear version will get downgraded to a very small lawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, they look, they should have kept them going, you know. They'll show about Y2K, paranoia, paranoia. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but we we missed out on so much. I know. Yeah, um, no growl cello. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That'd be the way to do it. Like, you do it... All right, the theater's gone, but now you do it open air. You do put them on a lawn. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't rain that much here. We can do Disneyland easy. The weather's pretty consistent much of the year, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a multi-stage outdoor festival. Put the stage over at the end like it's by the uh, exit of Splash Mountain. That's a dead end there. Demolish uh-huh. the Pooh gift shop. Pretty much. <laughs> Just put a big stage there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a shade. To, you have to stay for three full days to see. Yeah, you have to live there, yeah, for three days because you got to keep the money there. That's what Walt was was worried about. Yes, so. Barcella would Growlcella would. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what? What I, yeah. would finally achieve Walt's ultimate dream. Walt would have tried to get into like the the concert venue. Like he would have been like, we should have a Disney three day event. Like he would have tried to come up with something like that. I assume. Yeah, because yeah. he liked always liked to. Do. Ladies and gentlemen, Annette Funicello. <laughs> <laughs> this is in 1979. <laughs> I thought you were like 89. <laughs> <laughs> he submitted a big list of artists and just like no, no body, no, no offensive, no. <laughs> when what French no? So <laughs> whatever Annette, weird reason he has, my the Marine Corps band. Uh, <laughs> John Philip Sousa. John Philip Sousa <laughs> that Jr. Ba- that band of Imagineers who all wear fire hats. They're allowed what? to play <laughs> the fire, the fireman jazz band. Yeah. My theory that like like celebrities are just going to start coming back from the dead once the technology is there. Like Walt will be one of the first, I think, mm-hmm. to come back, and then this will happen. He'll start. Then he'll start bringing back who we're talking about from the dead. So yeah. that will come back. For example, Shed will come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he fires the full Hollywood Records slate. He fires anyone. Yeah, side, yeah, and it's all just everyone it's is only, back. I only want like I only want neatly dressed girls singing about popcorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh, who are these Avengers? <laughs> Can we get a net in the Avengers? <laughs> Well, he sees the money that's coming in, and he's like, "Fine, but can we put some of them in like some uh, some red checkered dresses? <laughs> Why not the women of the Avengers wear red checkered dresses? <laughs> they don't play the ukulele. What's the tie clip situation with these Avengers? <laughs> Tell you what, uh, I like them all. Keep the keep the movies the way they are. But this Robert Downey, I don't care for him. Sorted past. Can we digitally comp Harvey Corman's face on this on the Iron Man? body <laughs> all right get to it well it's maybe a problem i don't want to hear it <laughs> good luck i'm going uh, skiing <laughs> uh, uh characters liver lips mcgrell let's talk about liver lips mcgrell um, yeah he's got a funny outfit on 
Mm-hmm. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot of funny outfit, like what you were saying earlier with like stuff barely hanging on to the bears being held up by like one overall strap or one suspender strap. Yeah, he's got just the one strap. Look, I'm looking at a drawing of him. So now I don't know how much the actual, uh, the reality reflects it, but I bet it does a lot. He's kind of, he's got hair cover in his eyes. This is probably Walt's jab at rock stars and how foolish they look well right and in the in the in the summer show he is rock and roll star he's he's elvis this is the character yeah. that is elvis essentially basically so yeah. yeah that is sort of you know um these old men being like they, this they, is what rock stars are like these awful they don't know how to dress themselves yeah <laughs> their haircuts or lack thereof uh, are really a uh, a vision issue mm-hmm um, They're liable I, to fall off the stage. Yeah, I don't know what Mark Davis thought of the Beatles or anything. I don't know. Or the Mark Davis might have done those uh, um, those vultures in the Jungle Cruise who look like the Beatles. So oh, he might have been. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm, that's a guess. It's similar looking characters. Oh, right, right. But that's kind of, you know, that was one of their only comments on rock and roll at the time. And uh, <laughs> it was similar. It was just... They have I hair guess, covering their eyes. I guess, you know, The Monkey's Uncle is a rock and roll song, technically. Yeah. By Disney standards, the, yeah. the, the Annette Beach Boys duet, Monkey's Uncle. So there was a little bit of it, you know? That again, I've talked about Beach Boy. I've, I, Beach Reader School is not in the rotation so much. Monkey's Uncle, I would say, is not oh, anywhere really? in the rotation. I do not. Oh. I can't say I recreationally listen to Monkey's Uncle. What mm-hmm. about Let's Get Together from The Parent Trap? Uh, well, you got no Beach Boys on that, so no. Oh, okay. He's talking about Beach Boys specifically. Oh, Beach Boys specifically. You guys blast and let's get together in the car a lot? (laughs) Haley Mills. Uh, Uh, Wedding dance candidate. Yeah. I listen to that Sherman Brothers CD, so it's not uncommon that like Pineapple Princess is playing or something (laughs) from that album, from their greatest hits. Who did... who did the music for this? It's not Sherman Brothers. And a lot of oh, them are oh, it's, covers. It's uh, uh, George Brun. George Bruns. Bruns, excuse who me. Who did a lot of the animated um, films And Exitensio. He wrote, did he write lyrics? I have, um, hold on. I have in the, in the, there's so many notes here. Mm-hmm. I have like the, I have the credits for songs for the show. Um, so yeah, uh, like, the, like for instance, the, uh, the big band serenade, which is the big thing where they introduce the five bear rugs who we haven't talked, we've talked a little bit about, mm-hmm. but that one's ex and George Bruns. Um, they wrote that, that song. Okay. Uh, uh, that where they all like zip and zed and that's better. Tennessee. Yeah. Down, 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 down. It's kind of one of the the grander. I mean, it's always exciting when the, you know, you got your side acts, right? You got your little stages yes. and that's where a lot of the characters appear solo. They get little solo spotlight numbers, but the most exciting moment in any of the shows is when the big stage opens up and the full band the peers yeah um when they and the way it all rolls up is one big unit that's like that, that's some real concert theatrics that yeah the, the the big moments in the concert and i'm trying to think of like other big concert moments in history like like teddy bear i think in this one is a bit is like the big it's the what you're saying the big rollout at the start mm-hmm. and then teddy bear is the other one i think where you go like wow look at their bear she's coming from the ceiling this place is exploding with bears. It's exploding with bears. They might pop up under my seat. I might go <laughs> to the restroom. Yeah. And they might burst out of the toilet. Yeah. Um, but those are, yeah, huge, huge moments uh, in this concert. But, yeah, the five, the, the bears playing all together. Uh, 
which you like, you never get, I don't know, this is just a side note. I'm thinking like you never get like no bear wears out their welcome. Also, you would think if mm-hmm. you, you were like, well, let's just do a bear show and it is like six bears and it's 15 minutes. Yeah. That's like, you can have six bears or whatever, but they're in those constant, you're getting assaulted by bears constantly during the show uh, in a good way. Not literally, luckily. No, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> the, bear, the bears maintain their distance. Yeah. Stay on the stage. Right. So they were, they are well-trained in that regard. You don't get attacked by these bears. No, these are not bears that are going to maul you. Mm. I don't get a bad vibe from any of the bears as far as like violence. I mean, some of them are singing about violence, but sure. Well, it's not in, you know, and the ones that, uh, the ones that booze are only hurting themselves. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, So yeah, yeah. The the five. Do you think anybody would like, uh, you know, like if I were to take my son in a couple of years and his reality is blurred, he knows where right. bears are, and we're going to see a bear show. Is it possible that he thinks? Is he scared to go to this because the bears might at any point drop the instruments, see a delicious kid <laughs> sitting in the front row? I think if you're in the front row, I think with a lot of this, for me at least, when I was a kid, proximity is a big deal. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the front row, I mean, there's still pretty, there's still pretty big space between the front row and the stage. Uh, I assume that's for general admission in the front there. And there's a pit maybe if, if they have like too many people in there. Get one day. in the pit, girls to the front. Yeah. Know. There's a pit, there's a mosh pit going on at the, at the bear show, but I've never seen that. But, but. I would assume, yeah, proximity-wise, there's a very good chance that your son will, yes, think the bears are going to eat him. Yeah. At the very least, take him and like put him up on stage like the like poor Oscar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he has to live with them now. He might have to live with them, yeah, because that kid isn't even having any fun on stage. He looks a little shy. Mm-hmm. He's there with his dad. It looks up, yeah, his, like mom couldn't take him that day or something. He's kind of the he's kind of in the uh, the almost famous scenario. Uh, he's along with the band, yeah, yeah, he's in the crew, but not, uh, um, you know. So the the five bear rugs are still water. He's the he's the writer Henry, I think. I don't remember the name. He's uh-huh. Patrick Fugit. Um, and the Sunbonnet Trio, I guess, is the uh, it's Penny Lane. Penny Lane and the, what are their names? Um, Oh, the the Sunbonnet Trio? No, no, no. The names of the... the, No, this is a tangent. The names of the uh, the almost famous... um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I not coming up with I can't. I haven't seen the movie in forever. Yeah. Uh, um, (laughs) But that's another... You know, obviously they made a film about the Country Bears, but that's a movie I might rather see. There's just something with the almost famous sheen. Right. Very, like... (laughs) dramatic tour right uh, um you know full of romantic woes and mm-hmm. uh, and, and ending up with them being on the cover of rolling stone mm-hmm. and that's growling stone <laughs> i would i would love to see the bear version of philip seymour hoffman's uh because he's playing a real life guy he's, he's playing the guy from cream magazine lester bangs yeah he's yeah, playing yeah. lester bangs <laughs> lester bears lester bears lester bears yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jamboree music is dead, man. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the band aids. The band aids is what I was. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, um, famous groupie Pamela De Bears. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's getting real obscure. It's getting really obscure. <laughs> Pretty dark too. <laughs> uh, um, 
Anyway, uh, oh yeah, you know the country bears are on the cover of uh, Climb magazine. That's something that I saw in the lobby in Japan. Okay, uh, that's a hard pun to get when you, it's Time magazine. It's the style of Time magazine, but it's Climb magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Current bear issues. Uh-huh. That's where they go. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want the names of the five bear rugs? Yeah, please. Just please. Zeke, who plays the banjo, uh, the fiddle. Uh, he's got the little bowler hat on. He's also playing like the dish pan, basically, with his feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or wait, no, excuse me. Zeke is playing the banjo. Zed is playing the fiddle. I'm already confused. Uh, uh, Ted plays the corn jug. Fred plays the mouth harp. And then Tennessee Bear is the one that has the bass with one string. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, I think all of them are hammered. I think they're all drunk. These are the, but that's the, you know, it's what, uh, the, you know, Carson and the Tonight Show band. It's always that uh, mm-hmm. these guys are smoking dubs in the yeah. parking lot. This is the, this is what you want out of your tenure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You want them getting a little loose. Yeah. Well, so well, they, they're a unit. And so if one's a little further gone, the others can carry this. The, some of the other acts are solo acts. Except the sunbonnets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Henry is the one who introduces all of them basically during this song yeah yeah they all they each get called out um if we know now that it takes 30 at least 36 cans of beer to get a bear drunk (laughs) and there's five of them then that's the rider for the country bear show the five bear rugs need 180 (laughs) cans of beer yeah but shine can be a lot stronger you know moonshine can be like paint thinner you know that's a good point like rocket fuel yeah they just so they just leave a big trash can of paint thinner out (laughs) all the bear rugs dip their heads in (laughs) if you smell really hard especially if you're in the front row you can yeah yeah it smells smells like like paint thinner stink it smells like yeah cleaner it's that's like what bleach or something that's why there's no pupils in their eyes <laughs> a mountain <laughs> dew lights. mountain dew originally a mixer for paint uh for not paint thinner for moonshine to make moonshine Is that more right? palatable really? that's what i always heard at least in the early days people would mix it really Is that why it's called mountain dew like a mountain the, yeah the, like the like the mountain like it was it was a more like country fried product and not as much like for i uh, think so for yeah. an outdated idea of what skateboarders are <laughs> Huh. Yeah, no, that was a big pivot when it became like the extreme drink, I think. Are we really, are we supposed to buy that it is, because when you Google it now, it's just MTN. This is a branding that no one on the planet MTN. uses. Mountain, yeah, they just took out some of the, I mean, it's like. A, it's like a license plate version of the. It's like Flickr or like, you know, when they, they just take out the vowels, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's MTN and then no DEW. Look at a bottle when you when you really? leave here. If you're getting your uh, traditional post show Mountain Dew um, at Seven Eleven, yeah. you'll see on the bottle it's just MTN. I get Apparently, a, it's been this way for a long time. I just I get a super know. gulp. I go to the, get at the Seven Eleven. So uh, I, I was going to say, you lean through the takeout window or the drive through window at Taco Bell. I'm like, hey, can I see the Baja Blast uh, pump? Can I see the? <laughs> can I see the jug of like syrup? Does it say it on that like the yeah, syrup what is thing the they jug? put into the... What does the canister say? Yeah. Um, I was just about to bring up, and I really, really shouldn't because we're still behind. <laughs> I would say we're behind, but the I still like uh, the character. Then that character, person, Popcorn Sutton. Have I ever talked about him before? You've not talked about Popcorn Sutton. Popcorn Sutton was a bootlegger of Moonshine in the old days, and he's, I believe, and somebody's going to be mad, I'm going to be get this a little bit wrong, he was um, part of what like... What listener is going to hold <laughs> your feet to the fire about 
well, famous he would, moonshiner popcorn sucks. A lot of listeners Sutton. in the holler, and Jay, they're going to come for Mike. <laughs> Jason knows. I've talked about popcorn They have Sutton to hand before. crank their podcast machines to uh, for two straight hours to hear our uh, episodes. They're crazy rigged up cars that they had to outrun the feds in. Yeah, but he used to challenge other like bootleggers to races in a circle, which is how NASCAR started. <laughs> Yes, because they all had crazy souped-up cars to outrun the to police. To outrun the police, the right? Yeah, during bootleg, uh, yeah, bootleg times. Um, Did you learn this in his autobiography? Me and my liquor, spelled <laughs> also incorrectly, like Current Mountain Dew, L I K K E R. I did not. I have. I learned it. I, I it was like uh, during college. I was visiting someone. We were watching like like CMT at like two p.m. in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> It was like Popcorn Sutton is one of the... Popcorn <laughs> Sutton. <laughs> that would have stopped me in my tracks. I, w- I would put anything aside, I'd say, to watch a biography yeah. of Popcorn Sutton. I don't know anything else about him. I just know that... Yeah, he. They, seems, there were, seems like he died in a very dark way. I'm sure... Look, I don't know anything about him. If he's canceled... I, I mean, he's passed away, I know. But <laughs> if he's canceled, I'm not saying I celebrate him or anything. I'm just saying I find it an interesting fact that he was a bootlegger, and that's part of the genesis of NASCAR. Uh, this man uh, had a footstone prepared in advance for his gravesite. He knew what he wanted it to be and had it made years before he died. And what it says is, popcorn said, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, did you say a footstone? What, that's the word that's in this wiki. Is I've never heard that term before. I've always heard headstone. I've never heard footstone. Interesting. Foot- Down here, we got footstones. I, I guess. That's, that's also, uh, you can get those socks at the sock market at Universal City Walk. That's it. Popcorn <laughs> says, fuck you. <laughs> I, I had a college professor who worked on a documentary about a similar character uh, named Jessica White. Um, and then the, another documentary came out about him and his family called The Wild Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. But he was like... Um, like that phrase, but sure. I, he was a, a maniac, like bootlegger, and uh, he was really good at like dancing. Like it was like a country kind of like tap dancing mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. sort of thing. But then sometimes if he got real liquored up, Elvis would come out and a different person like oh it was Jesse sometimes he'd be Jesse and sometimes he'd be Jesco and you you don't want to mess with Jesco hmm anyway <laughs> since we're just, just because like we're talking books. about all these characters sure, yeah um who's the who's the country bear most likely to have such a profane epitaph who's got the most oh attitude? that's a good question um let's see uh not henry well wendell's got like uh, a mouth on him that's he's, what i was gonna that's my yeah. first inclination is wendell wendell seems like he's like sassy wendell he, said fuck you wendell says wendell, wendell says, says fuck you, fuck you um gomer seems very nice and quiet as yes. he's a piano player who doesn't really talk but what if he's just quietly seething uh, like he has a lot of anger well, they, that we don't know about. And we, then we get a Gomer said, fuck you. There's a weird line in the original version that they've cut. I just got, did you listen to the regular ver- the original version? No, I don't think so. Or well, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, cause, uh, I forget exactly which bear Jason, I think knows uh, you what, listen to this where they go. Yeah. They're talking about Gomer and they're like, yeah, he's a regular liberace. Whoa. No, I didn't hear this. And then the other, one of the other bears goes, yeah. And he plays good too. Which I guess what does that mean? I that's what I was trying to figure out. Is it is it a gay joke? Is it are they saying he's gay? I've never <laughs> like, maybe I don't but I don't, it's unclear because there's also like it's also unclear because like 
later on there, there's sometimes they do that thing where it's like not really a joke. That's like phrased like a joke where they're like, we wrote these loud. One of the songs is like, we wrote these lousy lyrics and we also wrote the words. And it's like, that's not really a joke, but it's like mm. kind of a joke. Do so you know what I mean? It could just be that they're dumb. Or Gomer is a, a pioneering gay piano right, player like I, Liberace and, uh, and Elton John. That's possible, too. Mm-hmm. That's a possible reading of it. Yeah. But they have cut that from the show. That is cut from the modern version of the show. Well, they also, you can hear on the album track... Henry says, you know, just refrain from hibernating something, something, and we'll all enjoy the show because we got a lot to give, which is a reference to Pepsi's slogan, you've got a lot to live, Pepsi's got a lot to give, (laughs) which Pepsi sponsored this attraction for a while. So it's possible that that line and then this Liberace line was just cut, were just cut because no one knew what the reference was anymore. Not necessarily because it's a pretty obscure Pepsi tagline people know who liberace is but when you say the name weird liberace tougher to understand which i like it's funny to say liberace like liberace sure yeah so um should we talk about the 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 big thing that they cut the song that they cut oh which one uh the mama don't whoop little buford that's isn't that still that's still still in in the show still in it yeah yeah, that was a fractured folk song yeah mama don't whoop little buford is still in the show oh my god yeah it uh, yeah i saw it a couple weeks ago yeah oh wow cut fractured folk song where henry and wendell duet on that and he he, wendell gives him shit for coming in late jim hill has talked about how this is probably this will get cut this is on the chopping block Um, it's a very brief song yes and it is a very dark it's a joke song but it's a very dark song yeah um which is just mama don't whoop little buford Uh, mama don't hit something on his head mama don't whoop little buford i think you should shoot him instead Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that sort of shit, I feel like, still flies in country music. Country music is still insanely popular. Well, I don't, is there a Kobe Keith song about shooting a I, child? It, does he talk about shooting someone in the Applebee's like I mean, song? I don't know. Um, oh, what's the guy's name? What's that song I like I've about Applebee's? Applebee's on a date night. Oh, Scott, yeah, we both would, discovered oh, this. Scott, okay. you know this song? I don't know. By this would, point, we discovered this. it late because it, yeah, was, it was in the commercial. It was I, a song, and then it became a TikTok dance sensation. And then Applebee's used it in a commercial, and the guy okay. was, and it's about like you taking your lady to Applebee's on date night and getting her the Bourbon Street steak oh and an God. Oreo Scott, shake. If you don't hate this with all your being, I think I totally misjudged you in everything. <laughs> and and they heightened it recently because there's a remix with Kesha doing oh, yeah, a verse called, on it. Too. It's called Fancy Like. Fancy and it's Like in the Applebee's commercial. I, you know, it's hard for me to hate. Toby Keith because I don't come across it's not on my desk a lot you oh, know no, this is another guy this is another oh, guy who is this this is way. Walker Hayes okay uh let's and stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top two two straws <laughs> one shake and I got you gotta get to the chorus first I don't know what he's saying enough to get the, the gist here. Yeah, you'll have to listen well, at home in private. Well, give me some lyrics, though. What are we... Fancy, like, ooh. Oh, it's not the chorus yet. You just... Yeah, the chorus already played. But that was uh, Natty... Natural Ice. Natural Light. Natural Ice. Uh, squeak, squeaking in the truck bed. So, so that's uh, Natural Light in uh, Cyberfilm Cooler. 
squeaking in the truck bed all the way home. Uh, okay. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake. Uh, I didn't, I would say nothing about this terribly bothers me. It's look, I, I think I'd have trouble if uh, I had to hear this music all the time. If, uh, if uh, you know, if right. I was uh, married to someone who made me listen to this all the time, that could be tough. But uh, you know what? I I don't think that I don't think I'm going to run into that song uh, naturally on the street. If you see the Applebee's commercial, though, you'll know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of these songs. Like obviously, Toby Keith has some just. Dog shit, politics, and opinions. Um, but I was going to say, in terms Red of Sto- violence, there's the, you know, put a boot up your ass. It's the American yeah. way. But that yeah. was about Osama bin Laden. This is how a lot of people were feeling about Osama bin Laden. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think maybe he, in his mind, he wasn't just saying that about one person. Oh, no, no, no. But likely not. <laughs> but <laughs> the impetus, certainly. But, uh, but I will say this. Red Solo Cup is a good song. I have to give it up to the guy with uh, terrible opinions and politics. This is a thing that, Mike, uh, every few years a song comes out that's just so technically like a hit. A country song. Red Solo Cup, Chicken Fried. You've mm-hmm. ever heard the song Chicken, Chicken Fried? Fried yeah. And this Applebee's is the newest. Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chicken Fried. Really, you Fried. end up like you've got your like country hit of every two years. Yeah, get. yeah. I we, wait we into have, that. In the past, we, we sat around trying to like reverse engineer like like if this truck could talk like this truck cab could talk like how do you mathematically create one of these so just like you can do with a lifetime christmas movie oh yeah, yeah how sure. do you line so up sort of yeah. a mad libs yeah name a restaurant name a, a yeah. type of pants yeah <laughs> probably gonna be jeans yeah, yeah. blue jeans, jeans tight fit yeah well, i've done it yeah i've done it a little bit with jimmy buffett mm-hmm. i've done i wrote the song uh uh hiding out in a pelican's beak and the song "My Wife Is a Boat," so those exist. <laughs> but I, I, I haven't, I haven't recorded uh, the country one of these country versions. Of well, don't things. you think is your? Uh, do you think the country bears have influenced your taste to go this way? Do you? Is there any correlation between the slightly country air of Jimmy Buffett and your love of the country bears? It's a good question. I do think yes. I think actually the answer sincerely is yes on some level because I am very fascinated with old time like as we've talked on the show bob wills and his texas playboys roly-poly like old like at this point hundred year old <laughs> music uh that sounds like it was recorded in a tiny little like can um and then uh, recently of course little jimmy dickens i am fascinated with some of these and some of these songs i think are legitimately good Mm-hmm. You um, say, of course, the, the, another throwing around, of course, like I know what you're talking about. Was little Jimmy Dickens? Little Jimmy Dickens. Uh, little Jimmy Dickens. Is a, <laughs> oh, that helped, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No more questions. Little, <laughs> little Jimmy Dickens. Remember, we looked him up. This is a, this, a small guy. This, this, he, he only passed away a few years ago, but he was, uh, remember we looked this up? He had done a sketch like 10 years ago with Brad Paisley at the Country Music Awards where he played Justin Bieber. Okay. Oh, he was I like a little Justin thing. Bieber. Did this come up in America Sings? Or were you, Probably. Like, I, so yeah. bullshit again yeah um but he has uh uh take he has a song called take an old cold tater and wait <laughs> which is about this how is the most buffety stuff yeah yeah and he said and he has a song uh and basically the song is just how he was malnourished as a child and that's why he's so short that's the whole that's the whole point of the song like his mom didn't feed him very well and that's why he's so short <laughs> uh and i don't know this stuff is all fascinating to me and some of it i think is legit um, enjoyable. I think some of these songs in the country bears are legit good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we can keep 
character jumping around, but also like let's give some songs some do. Well, yeah, in this territory, it seems like I think you like songs uh, that aren't afraid to be a little funny. They aren't afraid to reference things that other songs would would be embarrassed <laughs> to reference, and I, that I think is what the Country Bears had, where you get a sense of a, of, a, of a character and a guy's way of life, and it might be odd, but it's just the way I am. Yes, uh, there, there's. I mean, uh, every song in it is pretty good. Uh, some of them are like funny, and some of them are not really funny. Like, I'm sure the idea, like Trixie is singing that song, uh, "What Tears Would Be the Chaser for My Wine." Yes, mm-hmm. um, but that's a good song. That's like a, just a legit pretty song. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't pretty know. Pretty song. We do a lot of cute here. Is the pretty? tears in my wine song, tears of the chaser for my wine. Pretty, I think so. What yeah, we it's do pretty, pretty. A little melancholy. Yeah, it's mel- you know? for sure melancholy. A lot of these are melancholy. Heart, we did all that we could. Yes, the Teddy Bear's song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a lot of now. I, I really don't know which of these are covers and which of these are well. I have Country yeah. Bear original. I think this might be, and I'll save some of this for, for down the road. But there's, I, I maybe generally like vacation a little more sometimes because I, I think i remember the songs a little more and i know more of those are original uh, um maybe i just just the one i saw more because i think Disney yeah. switched over permanently well that's good yeah that has more i mean that is wow it is on the road again it has more oh wait modern. actually there are a lot of covers yeah you're right there are some uh, covers in that one too um, um, but this one yeah i like uh let's see here i have the list of all the songs um, By the way, just so I was like, is there are there any Google results if I uh, put in Jimmy Buffett and Country Bear Jamboree? And there's only a comment that references that this what Jimmy posted reminded them of the Country Bear Jamboree. Does he posted a photo of him holding a giant fish, fish like as tall as he is? <laughs> uh, and his caption was. Um, Posted, I believe, the month that we saw him live at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, but I got to stop wishing, got to go fishing, which is <laughs> okay. very much like uh-huh. the Great Outdoors song. It's like almost, almost the same as a. Uh, I think, I think nobody would uh, bat an eyelash if Jimmy Buffett started putting country bear songs in the set. No, no, it makes complete sense. I think I've told this story. I, I, like, no, nothing is almost too absurd for Jimmy Buffett songs. Like, it's un. I wrote this. I, I literally I did a thing for uh, uh, Screen Junkies at the time. Jason and I went to go cover the opening of Margaritaville, mm-hmm. and I wrote a song called "Hiding Out in a Pelican's Beak" about a guy who cheats on his wife and hides out in a pelican's beak until she's not mad anymore. And I like went in there like playing the song for people live, thinking they would like think it was absurd. And they were just like, "This is great." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Don't you it. think Jimmy Buffett would like record this?" And they're like, "Yes, wow. of course he would." That's pretty. That's a pretty song. <laughs> no one said pretty, but they were all like, "Hell!" They were all drunk and like they had just seen Jimmy Buffett. And they were like, "Yeah, he would like that song." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, what am I doing here?" <laughs> this was not the calculate. I was not correct and my calculation well i'll tell you what you're not doing is uh, writing a song like that a week uh getting your ass on tour playing the there's artists if you don't know this who like there where they play almost exclusively is in the parking lots of jimmy buffett concerts i know this is yeah yeah. i don't think i knew that like there's enough of the tailgate culture that yeah you can like yeah my thing and it's like and they do songs that just reference jimmy getting to the jimmy show in fort worth tonight so that's like the parrot head equivalent of patreon 
I is guess you, so. you you play the parking lots and you you to build some up. degree yeah I mean that's, yeah. there's a documentary on there's a, yeah <laughs> he'd do <laughs> himself well Jimmy should yeah like I we should copyright that and see if we can get Jimmy to pay us for it I'll 5% take some money to Jimmy five yeah. percent to Visa five fifteen fifteen <laughs> I don't know five's not enough uh yeah that's the parrot heads documentary right you get a yeah, lot of that yeah. trop rock you get a lot of uh of that oh, by the way are you going on the beach boys cruise in march <laughs> joe piscopo's on it oh my god uh covid19 is on it <laughs> uh so so let's see here i'm low oh, my notes are just what were you what were, you, what were you looking up songs yeah songs um uh if you can't bite don't growl which i believe is caught jason can you confirm this because i've gotten myself all mixed up here uh yeah that well that was yes. moved no that's in the mm. show moved to where oh, right, yes. folk song was right so okay and so. J- and and then jason can you play the jug really quick jason oh, play yeah, the jug on. real quick yeah <laughs> i'm so scared about shattering this jug <laughs> excellent i think a little progress even yeah. since we heard it last great, great. okay all right so back uh, to mike's phone yeah so this song this uh, this is another one where you're like it's just, this is a crazy song about a guy flirting with a woman, but he's not allowed to hook up with her because he's married. So she basically tells him, if you can't bite, don't growl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I genuinely am lost and don't remember if this is a Country Bear song or if this is a uh, little, little Jimmy Timbers or <laughs> Zach Brown. This I is, don't hear. Get me back to reality. This is here. Tommy Collins. Okay. This is not an original country. This is a different, this is an old but recording This is a Tommy artist. Collins song that's in the Country Bear Jam. Yes. Right. Okay, got it. He Sorry. recorded it and I, he wrote it as well. And yeah, it is. Uh, who's, and who sings this song in the Country Bear Show? It is I, uh, oh, uh, Ernest, boy. Ernest uh, in the Five Bear Rugs. Oh, we haven't even talked about Ernest. Up. Okay, wait. No, Ernest isn't a, isn't a bear rug, is he? No, he's not. No, no. He's with the Five Bear Rugs. Okay. He, oh, they back him up. So who's Ernest? Uh, okay, so Ernest this. <laughs> I like this energy we have right Plays now. Plays the fiddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wears the derby and a polka oh, dot Oh, yes, I looked tie. him up. I wrote the, I, my note here says, Ernest plays the fiddle. He is fancy. Uh, yes. Great, yes. He is, doesn't have a dicky. He has like a, well, no, it is a dicky. Uh, well, say. It's, it's a little bow tie. I mean, there's a bow tie in the picture I'm looking at here. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it is a little like collar. He just has sort of as a white collar and kind a little like pink hat. bow tie and bowler hat. Okay. I like Ernest a lot. I do too. Uh, um. Do you, you guys don't have the art in, in front of you. Tone is fantastic work. Uh, um, but I am, am I, who's who in this art? Who's, wait, who's playing the banjo in the show? Um, That's not, do we have a fiddle player? I believe that Jason is a bear rug. I think you were, you, you two are both bear rugs and I, I'm a sleepy looking guy. Uh, am I Wendell perhaps? Oh, maybe I think you're I'm saying. Are you golden kind of brown? Golden brown? Um, I, no, no, I'm dark brown. Okay. Well, one of them did change <laughs> fur colors, uh, oh, during boy. the refurbishment. I, I oh, interesting. don't have that. Maybe I am a bear rug. Um, somebody tell me who I am. Yeah. This well, art, by the way, if you get, and we'll post this, so you can look at it high res. Um, but it's, it's really wonderful in that, um, I'm holding a glass of white wine, Mike has uh, moonshine. One of the X's is crossed off on the on the XXX, and I wonder if that is a nod to your dislike of bodiness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a I, really dry joke on Tona's part. Uh, that's good, yeah. You're, you're not okay right. with triple X, <laughs> and there is a crazy straw and an umbrella coming out of the top of the jug. I mean, that's great detail. And then yours, 
I, Jason, you're hanging off of the guitar is a partially eaten donut, a partially eaten, I want to say churro, unless it's a sausage, e- either would apply. And then there's a little Mr. Tato up on the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, truly the finest art. Uh, uh, yeah, real yeah, great. Check it out and new, new merch will be available with uh, that art. Um, yeah. So, so Tommy Collins, uh, that's a song I like. Uh, you know what is a legit, legit good song too? How long will my baby be gone? Which is another Buck Owens song in this show. And who sings I'll, that? Uh, uh, that is, I just want to make sure I know, uh, these notes, you guys, you should see these notes. Uh, it's all on your phone. Terrence. It's all on my, Terrence. Thank you. There but it is. Terrence is also called Shaker. Mm, you can have two yeah, names. Yeah, Terrence, a.k.a. Shaker. Yeah. I just find that confusing. The um, One Country Bear appearance that I like a lot, to jump around a little bit, is when they are on the great Disney Disneyland sing-along songs video. Uh, and there is a song. They do the Great Outdoors, which is in the summer vacation version. Oh, They're Running yes. around yeah, oh, Tom yeah. Sawyer Island. She was telling me about this this morning. Yeah, She's like, uh, we got to watch this sing-along. Great. Great take, great number, great use of the country bear walk around mm-hmm. suits, and like a, a kind of obscure song for the for a video that otherwise has grim grin and ghosts and when you wish upon a star and big ones. This is a seasonal attraction specific mm-hmm. song, and I like that. But one that's the main way. I had to look up what even what are they saying? Because at the beginning, a big chorus of children all goes, <laughs> Sorry, what are they saying? Watch it again. How howdy shaker. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there. I don't think you could find ten children today who all know Shaker. Shaker yeah. Shaker, yeah. I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. Um, so yeah, I like that song. I think that song is good. Shaker is that he has kind of a kind of a quiver. It's kind of a oh, sort of not like he's not Elvis. Shaker is not Elvis. Shaker is not. Liver lips is Elvis, but he's sort of he's tall and he sings kind of sad songs. Yeah, um, and it's very. How long will my baby? Just a little snippet of it, um, but I think that's a nice, a nice song, a pretty song as well. I would mm-hmm. say it's pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a real earnestness when you say this about yeah. all these, and there's another, and then another pretty one. Yeah, I'm an earnest guy. What are the what are what else is pretty in this show? Uh, let me look here. I mean, like. Um, we said heart. We did all we could. Is pretty. Uh, I don't think the five bear rugs introductory song. Is no, pretty. I would say it's not pretty. I don't no. think that's the attempt. That's not what they're going for, though. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I think that's hit with the ones I think are pretty. Is the is what uh, Teddy Bear swings swings? Is that's what, what I said. Heart. We did all we could. Yeah, that's it's, the it's pretty era. Yeah. yeah, which is a, a Wanda Jackson song. She sung that. Okay. Uh, she is rec- uh, and I say this recently. She did the Jack White album, but that's probably like eight years ago. Mm. Person who might enjoy the Country Bears. Jack White would love oh, the Country Jack Bears. White. Is there a Third Man do... Records? Does it have a animatronic show? Oh man, it should. It At really that performance should. Space. Yes. Where they put out the like um, seven inches or the the singles. Isn't and there stuff? like a yeah, like you make your own vinyl or is that you can like a I little think booth or something you can yeah. make your own Invite vinyl. Invite the like Country that. Bears for a residency. They have nowhere to go. Yeah. Um, Disney will be eating their hat if they show up in Nashville. If they have a permit, right. they're all they're, uh, or, they're perpetually installed at Third Man. Right I now. say like you know because Jack White did the Wanda Jackson album, but then before that, I think he did oh, for sure he did the uh, Loretta Lynn album. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh. he has an appreciation for the classics with so, Slow Gin Fizz. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he right. should uh, 
he should produce the country bears. Is what yeah, I was he getting should at. produce. Make some yeah. new. Yeah. This is all right. Yeah, this yeah. is what they need. They need their Rick Rubin, Johnny Cash. They exactly. Need to make new relevant music. Yeah. Well, the Johnny Cash one's a little bit of a bummer because to me it's not suggests they're dying. <laughs> but uh, I oh, guess he's sure. where he doesn't oh, work with bears, all country bears dying, two, uh, country uh, bears three. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, of course, I don't want to uh, say anything dour but if the country bears learn if any of them learn that they're not long for this world <laughs> they gotta make their way to nashville if big al did hurt during one of these shows the roof would go off the building big al doing i think you hurt. could absolutely switch it to that and yes it would, uh, yeah would, would it seem insensitive or something <laughs> i Hurt my <laughs> self today. Well, I I think we have more bears to talk about, but since we brought yeah, up we Big do, Al yeah. and and uh, uh, let's talk Big Al. And, and I mean, sure, yeah, I think a lot of people's favorite. Everyone loves Big Al. People laugh. Yeah. People are excited yeah, when Big yeah. Al comes out. Um, Big Al's track is unique in that it's pretty much just a Tex Ritter album track. <laughs> Yes. See, it's like his is not an original. At least the his first time not. around, it was not. I mean, I found that interesting that this weird, funny, depressing song he sings that brings down the room, that mm-hmm. that is not a Disney invention at all. That's full text Ritter. No. And it. OK. Uh, a couple weird things about this. This is another thing that I think I unlearned, learned, unlearned, relearned in the last week. Tex Ritter. The, the father of John Ritter. Yeah. From television. Yeah. Uh, they and, seem like, that seems like completely different eras and types right. of pop yeah. culture. It's really weird that yeah. they're linked. And that his, his, uh, he, I don't believe he wrote Blood on the Saddle. Um, uh, Everett Cheatham is the name I have uh, <laughs> as writing uh, Blood on the Saddle. But Blood on the Saddle the uh, Tex Ritter album came out in 1960. Here is a cover of it. It's a fun painted cover. Mm-hmm. This show opens 1971. That isn't that long of time. That is like if they opened a show now and one animatronic towards the end just did Chicken Fried or just did Red Solo. Cup. Right, 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 right. Like that it's is wild. Current, it's modern, yeah, yeah. Because you don't you you think of all these songs at the time being like 50 years old, but that's not the case. No. Yeah. Um. Um, blood on the saddle. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have a clip, but maybe we should just perform it to the best of our ability. Yeah, <laughs> there. Blood on, on the, the saddle. saddle. Boom. <laughs> blood all around. <laughs> and this is the funniest thing in the show. I I think the sunbonnets is the funniest thing. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, this yeah. is well, almost kind of yeah. close of the sunbonnets. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's. So funny that he's such a depressed-looking bear, and he sings just this like <laughs> the darkest, miserable, dark song yes. done in the most minimal. The way those notes bend down, which I guess is the original track. But what a well-chosen track! It's just very funny that he um, sticks to his guns. He he sees what everyone else does for the jamboree. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I'm going to bring a different flavor to this. I have to be true to myself. Yeah. I have to represent myself like any you'd be told to do on American Idol or The Voice or anything. He can't be. He can't do happy (laughs) songs. That's not who Big Al is. Yeah. And they're like, they're embarrassed by him. 
They're mm-hmm. embarrassed by the choice. Wasn't the show is a, a kind of self-referential, like that song that is not cut about um, beating Little Buford. After <laughs> that, Henry goes. Shooting. Henry goes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Henry goes like, uh, we only have high class stuff on this show, folks. <laughs> Uh, but they want Big Al off the stage. They want him to stop. So they're like really just like, this is not what we thought you were going to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I how I read it, at least. Well, yeah. I, I think he does his song, and then they go into the ballad of Davy Crockett. And then he brings it and back. And then he, he interrupts that, and to kind of uh, overpower him, they go into Old, old Slewfoot, <laughs> uh, which I think is a very jaunty song. I, yeah. I, there's a recording by an act called Jim and Jesse from 1976 uh, on a television program doing it. I, You know what? You're right. And But I, for whatever reason, I always, in my mind, I was reading it like he was he had to end it early and he wanted to come back to finish it. Oh, interesting. But maybe he like was you just... you didn't give me my time. Yeah, maybe that's not right. That's For some reason, that's how I interpreted it. But that's probably not right. You're going to have to shut off the goddamn lights to yeah. get me to leave um, over my dead body. <laughs> Al said, fuck you. Um, I, I have the text reader version, and there are more lyrics after Blood on this album. Oh, yeah, what, that, what keeps, what keeps happening? Sure, this because that's the, we should say Blood on the set. Even the, you're in a theme park. It strikes me, and I think a lot of people in that audience funny every time, that you're hearing a song about blood. I don't think they would do this from the ground up today. No. There's no way. Yeah, we paid for a new show where people sing about blood. Yeah. I mean, I think there, there is... Um, there's transgressive stuff that you can get away with in country music. And I think that's why it's still, like, in the park. Bring it closer, yeah. that what's in the show or is yeah, this is not an issue this on the show Like if I'm okay. reading blood on the side, not gonna ride any Broncos no more. Oh, the next line is, "Oh pity the cowboy, all bloody and red, for the Bronco fell on him and bashed in his head." <laughs> Whoa! There was blood on the saddle and blood all around, and a great big puddle of blood on the ground. So yeah, it's good. That's what. Yeah, when we we saw the show after so many years, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this is wild!" Wow, this is wild that this still exists here. That's like that gets a little more serious. It's like it almost it reads as a comedy song completely. You're right, right, right. When you get into details of how this guy's head was bashed, right. Um, so well, it's a dark show sometimes, in some ways. But mm-hmm. you know, these performers live rough and tumble <laughs> lives. Yeah, sure. Again, yeah. Al is speaking his truth. That's right. This is something he saw. <laughs> this was a bear he knew. Yeah, or he's just a really great interpreter of song. He's really feeling well, it. Well, he's absolutely that. Well, yes, you're right. For well, sure he's, he's that. Nail her. I feel like you could give him 
a, like Adele, you do hello in that style. I people on the single <laughs> guitar for one of those nights where you have to pay extra money to go into Disney World or Disney. I guess Disney World. They should just fucking have them sing Adele. <laughs> people would lose their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go and you want to see they're going to do Adele. And people would pay money for that. We'll need a sound alike off stage. Tex Ritter are long dead. Well, sure. I no, know. Tex Ritter did not show up at every performance. Oh, if only. If <laughs> it's only. a live sync it up. No. But like a success, again, a successful singer in his own right. And so did then just put his song. I mean, they... they Seems like it's a little yeah. deeper or a little gravelier in the show, but um, it's yeah. so close. Yeah, they didn't change that at all, or barely at all, I should say. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he, I, I would imagine, yeah, he's number one. I'm trying to think, because Big Al, the merchandise in Tokyo, because Tokyo still has Country Bear merchandise. Yeah. At least was when I was there. And they have Henry. They have a stuffed plush of Henry. They have Swinging Teddy Bear. They have the Sunbonnets. Um, but I don't remember. Did they have Big Al or not? I don't know. I mean, those are probably the main, most popular characters. But there's just a very cute trio of stuffed sunbonnets. Yes. and we should talk about the sunbonnets. Well, of every, course. And and the song they uh, sing. Well, that's maybe yeah. That I think if you're trying to do a weird trip to to Disney World or to <laughs> you know I guess Tokyo too. If you're trying to like. All right, I know what the big rides are. I know what Big Thunder and Space Man is. Tell, show me weird stuff. I think, uh, like, you know, your list would include uh, Carousel of Progress with its weird 1994 locked in time yeah. sequence. And it would certainly include this for Blood on the Saddle. And prob- I think maybe this moment is one of the weirdest things you can see <laughs> in, in the Magic Kingdom. Well, yes. there's a lot of stuff going on. For one, there's still a slideshow. There's still a 1970s era slideshow. Oh, yeah, that there's a slideshow at all, I guess, yeah. very much dates it. But that's, you know, one thing I like about all of these versions is uh, seeing them represent that in slides, they're still drawings. They mm-hmm. aren't, they don't look like robots. Right. Like no. in the different medium of slides, they are drawings. They're Mark Davis-y kind of drawings. Yeah. Also, I think uh, for the song, All the Guys That turn me on turn me down i feel like turn me on used to be a little more chaste or generic like turn I, I, on. Yes. yeah i think yeah, you're, right. you're right so in the, yeah that is aged a little bit more aggressively yeah now turn on is full-on horny like ooh, i'm turn right. it's a turn on i think you know? that is right so yeah when that song was written it wasn't quite as aggressive as it sounds now turn me on is like mentally like make me perk up yeah mm, i mean sure. it is a horny song but it is not yeah meant to be as aggressive as it sounds in our the parlance of our time mm-hmm. in the language of, of and now. And that's what it is. It's aggressive. This is aggressive sexuality <laughs> coming from the Sunbonnet Trio. That's right, yeah. So it's hard. It's jarring at first, and it might take you five, six viewings to not, not have it feel so aggressive. I a, just, yeah, be prepared. A nice, uh, like a, a different tone than um, uh, Heart, We Did All That We Could and Tears uh, Will Be the Chaser to My Want. Those are both pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, ballots from the the female coated bears. But this one's you know? kind of sad too because they're going to turn sad. down. They're all I think three. all the females. Nobody's like having a lot of luck in general. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the bears are singing sad songs. Even some of the jauntier ones, if you listen to the lyrics, are sadder. Yeah, <laughs> like how long my baby be gone. That's very. That's a sad one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's these are all pretty sad. And this one, yeah, this is 
So if in case you don't know, again, listen to this probably before, like go to YouTube and find this, look, look up Sunbonnet Trio. Um, and they do a song called All the Guys That Turn Me On, Turn Me Down. And they're just upset that they can't get uh, one of these gentleman bears <laughs> to give them the time I of day. So they're all missing. In the original version of the show, there's banter. Trixie is like flirting with Henry. Well, but, no, he, he she still tr- flirts with Henry. She yeah, still that f- thing of if I had a ladder. Yeah, yeah, that's no, still that's in there. that's Teddy Barra. Oh, okay. Oh, Trixie. Trixie you're right, you're flirts right. with Henry you're right, right, in the right, uncut right. version. Yes, and, and then later in the show, he's like, oh, if I had a ladder, I'll, I'll be up as that, soon as yes. I can find okay. a ladder. Trixie. Uh, tr- that's kind of sad, because like, Although all the mounted heads, <laughs> that's kind of sad. Because he, 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 huh? he doesn't have a ladder? Because he doesn't have a ladder? No, sad? no. I mean, that Trixie wants Henry, but Henry oh, wants Swing and Teddy Bear. Oh, I Although see. Although the mounted moose heads are very taken with Trixie, the, the moose and the buck and the, yeah. the other one. Yeah. Um, but they don't have bodies, so what are they going to do? You kiss. It's all sad. <laughs> yeah, you can do mouse stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You could kiss. We want it. Let's give people what they want to see. Show the bear, show Trixie the bear kissing all of the <laughs> the mounted heads. That's for Disney Plus. That's a Disney Plus show. Uh, it's just, there's no story. So, it's just kissing. The Sunbonnet Trio, Bunny, uh, Bubbles, and Beulah. They are tiny bears, and they're, they're wearing short bonnets. Bears, they feel young, probably from and the way that they dress, and that's the, what's from the bonnets and the little the blue skirts. That's what's crazy because they look like babies. They look like <laughs> children. Yeah. Um, and I've confirmed. There's a blurb that was on one of these wikis. The sunbonnets are the babies of the country bear jamboree. They begin singing in public school in Clint, Texas, in Miss Grizzly's class. In Clint, Texas. We know the town that the sunbonnet. Trio I found comes it. Yeah. From. from there, they appeared five weeks running on Major Bear's Amateur Hour and were booked into Walt Disney World. Backstage, they study their lessons. In their spare time, they are knitting a scarf for Big Albert, which they hope to have finished for Christmas <laughs> three years from now. Uh, th- is there there's the, is there this level of uh, detailed backstory for every country bear? Like if you were to, to I think dig? it depends because I honestly I had to look a couple places to find this, and then this is another thing we've we've run into where I think even with Haunted Mansion, where you're like it's canon according to like a comic that was written. But I don't know if it's technically like Disney canon, like mm-hmm. like Disney proper. I don't know what they consider official. Yeah, because I walked through a gift shop and they had the Disney World Game of Life, the board game Life. Oh uh-huh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Big Al is on that, and he looks so like happy and very healthy and jaunty. <laughs> and I'm like, well, is that canon? Like, he, this looks like a totally different character. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, it should be canon that he's unhappy. He should look like shit. He should be like a little cutesy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so these, these like, I guess, so. okay, bears live to be, I looked this up, 25 years old. Okay. Okay. So if they're students, I mean, what, they could be <laughs> five to 10. I'm just trying to retcon this to be not so bizarre. Uh, so, you know, I'm it, sure it's not. I'm sure they did there. This is a public show. They're not going to do anything that anybody's going to get in trouble for. Yes, you're right. These are they're of bare age. Now, we don't know what bare age is, and I don't want to go saying it. But this but is yes, this is just guessing. This is, this is high school. This is, you know, high school feeling of crushes and not being reciprocated. That's all this is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's no, funny. This isn't pornographic, folks. I didn't say that. I'm just saying this is just no what Henry wants to do with that ladder. That's pornographic. 
like that's Henry, disgusting. Henry goes like, mm, mm. like Henry makes like a like a he's smelling a stew or something. He makes like that type of a satisfied noise after he goes like. They I'll, make I'll be some right like mm, mm. he goes mm, mm, like a real. That's aggressive. They make some growly bear like yeah. they all make some grunts and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. growls. He is. It's he, a disturbing sound. I'd say he is horny. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, um, can I call just wait to get the sounds of the episode going? Can we get a quick jug and then I want to hear uh, your that sound in response to the jugging? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's an appropriate use of that kind of sound. <laughs> Approval of great jug music. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. to be used in lewd <laughs> settings. Yeah, that's good. That's proper. That's nice and proper. Um, so yeah, so this song, not, not, this is not original either. Uh, the guys, oh, really? on, well, down. there you go too. They don't even know what they're singing about. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can't be held responsible. Can't be held responsible. Somebody, I don't know. Maybe they're not being protected here. Maybe, uh, you know, Henry shoved these lyrics in their hands. They go, sure. We just want to sit. We just want to be part of the show. Right. And they aren't even, uh, aware of the potential, you know, what you could infer from it. Uh huh. Uh, this was written by Plot and Powell. Those are the last names of the songwriters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are they, um, is it men? I'm not sure, actually. Hmm. Um, there wasn't, I'll look into that. That'll be coming coming up on another episode. Hmm. Well, is this what I'm worried about? Is that like, you know, suggestive uh, lyrics are being uh, put in front of these young singers, and is the Sunbonnet Trio a Britney situation? Uh, is it possible that they're yeah? Are they in some? Is Henry in charge of the conservatorship, and do they need to be freed from it? That's a good question. That's something to look into. We could look for it. Well, well, when we go through the hint, the Christmas, or if we go through the Christmas <laughs> <laughs> and summer show, if uh, we can look for clues there as well mm-hmm. to see what's going on. Whatever we can do. If we need to start a separate podcast about that to get sure. the sunbonnets freed, then sure. we'll do what we can. We'll do uh, what we um, can. As it stands, let's just read these lyrics. Every time I meet a guy who gets me shook... All I ever get from him is a dirty look. It's the same way everywhere I've found. All the guys that turn me on, turn me down. Mm-hmm. All the guys that turn me on, turn me down. Nothing works for me, I've found. It's the same way everywhere I see, nothing ever seems to work for me. Doodle, doodle, do, bum, bum. Doodle, doodle, do, bum, bum. I think this uh, the three-part harmony is very pretty on this. I'll say yeah. that. Pretty, it's pretty. I think it's pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there's a gag in one of the slides uh, where she's like waving a handkerchief at a guy. Mm-hmm. And in the next one, he's like walking on top of the handkerchief, <laughs> which is such a bird. <laughs> It, I, I don't know if it was a reference to that old thing where it's like, oh, you lay your coat down in case there's a puddle. But it was just like, he's just trampling on the handkerchief. Well, this is where, like, I, I know I don't have that image in front of me. I don't have copies of these uh, slides. I wish I did. But the, you know, how handsome is that bear? How good looking is this bear that he can thumb his, That's mm, true. his well, I- snoot at, at all three of the sunbonnets? Well, who, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know what the standard is for... Uh, bear male bear beauty. Yes, yeah, Henry, the most attractive. Is Big Al? Is mm. is he? Is he? His big like he's all set for hibernating. Is he the most attractive? Because, right, because like, he's going to survive. He will survive winter? through winter. I yeah. see. Well, let's. We should all make our. We again. We don't have a meter of of bear attractiveness, but just going off of going off of your gut. If you get 
some of the pictures in front of you. Who do you think's the most handsome bear? Which bear can get it? Which uh, there you go. Which country <laughs> bear can get it? I I think that um, Gomer is kind of quietly handsome. Like there's nothing, you know. He doesn't have like the, uh, I you know he's well dressed. He doesn't have like kind of the the goofy smile or the odd lips. I think he's just like solid and putting his head down. He's an artist, and uh, you know I, I'd like to I'd like to get in his head, learn his. Mm. Uh, um, you know, what makes him tick, his piano theory, what made him passionate about music. Sure. He's uh, not a showboat. So I'm, I'm going to say Gomer can get it. Okay. Jason, do you know? Um, I mean, swinging teddy bear is a knockout. You know, the confidence alone. I think we can all agree. Well, I'm, I'm just talking male. You're talking, talking about males. males. So we, we, can, well, we can cover that territory separately. I think part but. of the humor of Liberal Lips McGraw is him going, my woman ain't pretty, but she don't swear none. And he's like, looked like he just got like punched in the face like he says, well, up he says she ain't pretty but i ain't too that's uh, yeah so at least he's in on in on it yeah he's, so. does he, do we think that he has maybe kind of like a uh a kind of a rock star swag <laughs> again i was earlier we were saying it's the scruffy hair um i'm sure is, is there is there anybody this guy looks i mean is there sort of a mick jagger or like uh, dylan to, like dylan's kind of got a weird Oh he's sure, yeah, he's a little scraggly, uh-huh. but, but you know, a little rough. He's not for your parents. You need an entertainer in a nice suit. Yeah, mm. yeah maybe. I mean, there's a rebelliousness to him, right? Um, I think that's yeah. I think you can see what you're saying there. You can say that. I think do, Henry he's, though, the sleepy eyes a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, do we consider uh, he's he's an interesting, odd-looking fellow? But is Steve Buscemi attractive in some uh, uh, I think notable so. in some way? I yeah. think I think look, everyone is attractive on some. I think you know everybody has different uh, tastes. You know, there's not really one standard of beauty. So yeah, for Steve Buscemi, a real talented guy, I could see it. Mm-hmm. You know, so kind of looks like Steve Buscemi. Really, we're just talking like who can get it. We're, when we say who can get it, we're just saying for us personally. I mean, Henry, yeah. I I think that's probably the easy sure. choice. But like, you I, like a leader, you like that confidence. I like know, Tennessee Bear there. a lot. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Tennessee Bear. Sorry, his, Tennessee is one of the Bear rugs. He's uh, got the one string bass. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, and he's just he's like. Uh, He's definitely hammered, but he's got like uh, he's got a nice grin on his face, mm-hmm. and uh, he seems like he'd be fun to talk to. He there's a by him there's a jug that says, "Do we say this E flat?" It's a moonshine jug next to him. Oh, That's like fun. you can, uh, uh, like they have them tuned differently. Like the way if you play glasses filled up with different amounts of water, that makes different notes. So yeah, because um, um, yeah, there's one that says B flat here. Too. Oh, okay. So oh. there's multiple different jugs that, that have different notes. They can perform in different key. Again, Jason real B-flat. musicians. Jason and B-flat? Can we hear a quick B-flat? Quick B-flat? <laughs> You're lucky to get any letter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. As opposed to an E? Let's hear you. Could you give me an E? Yeah. <laughs> I think it actually, high, it was a high made an octave up. I think. I'm just realizing <laughs> this glass jug looks like the sad up, like jug that they they put the change in that they have to constantly dig into <laughs> to not take their trip. Uh, well, well, if he was, you know, he could look at it half empty and say that's a trip I'll never get to take with my dead wife, or he can look at it half full and say maybe I could start a jug band career. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah um, get oh, with it, Carl. Here's the thing I want to say. Do have we talked about? Maybe we haven't. I'm forgetting. Have we talked about Disney on Parade? 
Hmm. I well, I don't know because I don't think I know offhand what it is. Okay, I don't know much more than there. At least there's okay. So I was looking up sunbonnets, and sunbonnets appear as like a trapeze act in something called Disney on Parade. Mm-hmm. And this is by far. This is not an episode on Jamber Week, but this is an episode. This is an hour long live Disney circus from the seventies. In Epcot. I, don't, no, I, I shouldn't like even know a, where it was. Traveling the country thing? I don't know. I don't know where. I just know there's a special that's recorded. There's a scene in it where Goofy, where Herbie the Love Bug is trying to run over Goofy. Whoa. And <laughs> it is wild. And then Goofy hits Herbie on the top of the head, and Herbie's like has a little bump that grows. And it is bizarre. Disco bare necessities happen during it. <laughs> Mowgli like dancing like crazy during it's It's. I, it's wild. I, I, I found it toward the end of, of today before we had to come here. So, um, f- Okay, forgive me. The, the, the name of the toy that's the red goggles where you flip through and you see different slides. Viewmaster. Viewmaster. I had a Viewmaster of this. Oh. They, they took stills from this experience or from the special or something. Right. Yeah, because I, like, oh, Disney stuff, that sounds neat. And I remember it being so dark. And like mm-hmm. not just in the way it was shot, because it's like a live theatrical presentation in the seventies that wasn't very well lit. Right. But then also like, yeah, on a Herbie attacking. Yeah, he he hits him. The, a <laughs> real car drives into somebody dressed as Goofy. It's yes. Like hits him in the butt and he flies forward. And there's a whole scene. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen this. Jason? Well, I I think what I was uh, talking about uh, was a, a different circus themed. Uh, special called Epcot's Daredevil Circus Spectacular that is from the later 80s oh, where they set up circus acts in the middle of World Showcase. If you mm. want to talk about hat on a wow. hat. Wow. Yeah, so that's different than Disney on Parade, Disney on Parade. which is also circus themed. Mm-hmm. Circus, like country music, it was okay. You could just, anyone could use it. You know, anyone could get away with it. You mean even, the tropes of a circuit or the, the acts it just of a circus? Like, it, it was like a go-to theme for yes. like variety stuff. It was well, seen as family friendly and widely popular, what I feel like. What was the Disneyland 90s circus thing? Um, that was... I forget what that was You know was what I'm called. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like it was just like circus sacks set up. <laughs> On Main Street, right? Everywhere, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right, right. Something like that. Yeah, that was that was like a Hail Mary. Like that yeah. was like a come to Jesus what moment. What are we going to do? Okay, uh, circus. Circus. Bags. But sorry, the country bears are part of Disney on Parade. Yes. Uh, there's. Just, I saw a picture. I saw, honestly, because I, I was scrubbing through it, I just saw a picture of the sunbonnets like hanging Oh. They were like a trapeze act. And I don't know if there's multiple. I don't know. There's multiple. Maybe there's multiple Disney on parades. Maybe it was just one I was watching. I'm not sure. Or, so it's people in suits of the Sunbonnet Trio? That's. Well, let me. I'll find a Do picture you th- of are it. Are they thinking because female gymnasts are often very tiny? Is that the. Like, the, this is. They can be as small as the Sunbonnet Trio? Perhaps that's correct. Oh, here we go. Let's see here. Uh, it is unclear. I think these are not people. I think these are like, these are, I don't know if you can see this. These are the country bears suits, people in those, but okay. then hanging from the ceiling, it looks like it could possibly just be like dummies. Oh, okay. <laughs> you really concerned me when you said they aren't people. I was picturing some it's like, a dog in a suit. Well, or from some the like, you know, if you like some country like needed gymnasts so bad that they like bred a species <laughs> that are tall, smaller okay, and yeah. sleeker than a human could ever be so they could win all the gold medals. He bred a human with a mule. 
<laughs> they the cracked, most athletic. They cracked it to get the mule out of its dead end. Uh, yeah, so so we got to look into this because this is a nightmare. This whole yeah. thing, just scrubbing through it, is a nightmare. It was. Great. I remember how much it scared me in Viewmaster. Yeah, I'm sure form, it did. But I kind of would keep doing it. It scared me, but I like needed good, to process yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was a good kind of scary a good kind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Disney on parade. Okay, okay. Uh, um, I well. What have we missed? I mean, going, besides all yeah, the other stuff notes. we're going to talk about throughout the week, uh, um, um, I any other moments, numbers, characters? Um, yeah, I'm looking through here. Uh, and I, by the way, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm looking at the merch display that I saw in Japan, and I think there's no Big L representation, yeah. but there's there's a massive, there's so much merch, but I think it's Sunbonnets and Henry and Teddy. Um, all in different sizes and a cute little display of them all together. Um, I'm trying to remember if I got, I think I bought Henry. I think there's a Henry around somewhere mm-hmm. with the raccoon uh, with Sammy yeah. popping out of his hat. So Uh-oh. they're covered on the, and good for Tokyo. Again, this mm-hmm. is so well positioned in Tokyo. It seems like a perfect crazy thing to be in Japan. A weird robot show full of <laughs> darkness and sensuality. Yeah, um, there's been so many rumors of this thing going away in Disney World, um, but it has survived up until now. But I am yeah. more, I am still thinking like, luckily every like they're they're so slow at building anything. I think we probably have t- at least ten more years of it. Yeah, I mean it was very popular the day I was there. It helps that it's adjacent to. Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. Like, there's so much in the area that you likely need to wait for or need to do something in between or afterwards. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick, the the changes done in 2012, Mm -hmm. uh, banter cut down, um, Fractured Folk Song was the big one that was removed, Pretty Little Devilish Mary is the name of the other song that was removed, and then If You Can't Bite, Don't Growl was moved up in the lineup. Um, yeah, but you can hear the full version of the show in that old record that is, is you can buy digital copies of now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Spotify too, but I think only some of the songs are playable. It's yeah. You can't do the f- full, you it can't used to do be the on Apple sh- music. You could listen to the whole chunk yeah. too, but for some reason that's not on there anymore. I don't know why you can be a buy it or it's just, it's still on YouTube. Somebody ripped it and put it on YouTube. Yeah. So listen to it. Yeah. There, but I do think, I do think this is unless they come up with a TV show or movie, this thing is gone in a de- within within the decade. And here, I think in Tokyo it'll last. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's in a weird spot. Like you exit in in Orlando, you exit into a rest you to a restaurant. So like they'd have to like shut that down, like a pretty busy quick service restaurant, yeah. and you don't get a. I feel like you don't get a lot of room back. It's kind of in a busy area. I mean, of yeah, Florida. I, uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not gonna. Do, they wouldn't do that. I mean, the rumor was a couple of years ago was it was gonna be a Toy Story. They were gonna turn it into a Toy Story show of some kind. Some like yeah, uh, roundup sort of. Yeah, which yeah. sounds fun. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, but like the idea of losing this that we love and enjoy for like you just want them both to exist sure yeah if possible so 
Disneyland, I think the what you're saying about how it's an odd space in Disney World and how do you really get it out of there and how much space do you really gain from it? Again, it comes into Disneyland with the two theaters, yeah, and uh, it's not filling those two theaters pretty quickly. I think by the '90s they are discussing. How do we get that space yeah. back and do something else with it? It just never... And maybe there's something to the music of it, too. Maybe they were right with that calculation that country music's bigger in Florida and uh, less so in California. It just was never the blockbuster here that they wanted it to be. Yeah, and it's also... And I can't remember if I heard Tony Baxter say this or somebody else say this. Also, since Disneyland is such a local crowd, you don't go to a show that's the same often as often yeah. as tourists would. Absolutely. So like if you're, there's a lot more tourists in Florida, so they're going to, they're more likely to see that show versus like, how often would I be seeing the country bear show if it was still here? I'm sure a couple times a year, especially if they were doing the multiple versions, but yeah. that's another thing that hurt it, especially mm-hmm. with two theaters. Yeah. was what you were saying before, like one theater didn't change a land around to make it theme to that. Maybe it's still there. Yeah. But it's smaller, a, more less of a burden of what yeah. it has to support and the amount of crowd it's supposed to eat up. So I think, and being that it's such a big building, they start talking about, I think this building is big enough to get a ride in. Um, but there are all of these great animatronics. Can we do something else with them? Yeah, right. Leading to a pitch of an attraction called the Critter Country 500. Yeah. I was not aware of this uh, before this week. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. I've seen so this. great. Uh, a couple photos of this. So this would have been... Um, yeah, they had the broader name Critter Country 500 because the the area got renamed uh, when Splash Mountain moved in. But uh, basically, this is a little like race and ride. Like there's, they show kids in a in a car that says Bearcat Racer, and it's made of barrels and wood, and it's falling apart. And there's a weird stove powering it. Like great Man. idea for a vehicle. Um, this all feels very Knott's Berry Farm, does it? Yeah, not? like yeah. Wacky Soapbox like Racers. Yeah. Wacky Soapbox Racers, racers or uh, Berry Tales, for sure. Yeah. Um, kind of like kooky and psychedelic, but it's hard to picture them. The 90s is like as late as they're going to do something this weird, <sighs> yeah. and they didn't do it then, so they didn't do it at all. Um, you, Henry is on the radio calling the ra- ESBN. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh. The Sports Bear great. Network. That's really great. The, the Sammy the raccoons in his hat. He's waving a flag, um, th- th- like crazy contraptions being operated. What's the thing where all the Hanna Barbera characters race? Wacky races. Wacky races. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems so much like that in the spirit of that. This is a vehicle with a pig up front in <laughs> goggles, like protecting him from the the. Wh- this is the most like <sighs> claptrap made out of a train engine. So Bizarre. It's being. Operated by two cranks by one of the bears. Handsome Gomer is driving. Gomer, who can get it, can also get it on the road. <laughs> he's it's uh, kind he's of driving. like got a Mad Magazine Sergio Aragones uh, vibe to oh, it. Very much. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's like fun, chaotic. A lot of details. Um, this is is this liver lips who's just blowing giant overalls. He has a big sail made out of overalls. I hadn't meditated on what's actually happening in these photos. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's being held up by a broom, and there's an outhouse that's part of the car. So I don't know if you're racing against the bears, or you're just kind of, it's you're alongside, probably, and, you know, they, they probably let you win because you're a guest. You would think. Um, 
But this seems like a weird, like a kooky proto Radiator Springs Racers uh, that reuses the animatronics, puts them in a different light. I mean, this seems like a, a great unbuilt attraction. Oh, yeah. What a dream. But it didn't happen. Of course, no. uh, they discovered there is a, a critter who needed representation, representation on the merch front, a bear even, a fellow yeah. bear who stabbed other bears in the back. The uh, Aliyah Kazan of bears. <laughs> Named names. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, and took yeah, took bodies. Car, uh, the 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 um, mounted animal heads are in his ride. That's right. Yeah, he kept them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're staying here. They're my prisoners yeah. now. Winnie the Pooh moved in. And if you didn't know, all this time we were talking about this. This this show was in the space where the Winnie the Pooh attraction is now. In Disneyland. It's hard for me to hate on Winnie the Pooh at this point. I love Winnie the Pooh growing up. I've started to show my son Winnie sure. the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh's in my heart recently. I'm excited to take him on that ride maybe in the near future. But, we'll, you know, we'll talk about that ride down the road. I like the ride. Is it worth losing this beloved, like, mm. theme park IP specific for? Um, I, I don't know if it is. No, Because it's, it's a little... Off the shelf. When you're also talking about broken dreams of the Winnie the Pooh ride, there was a version of it that was a water ride. There was like a, oh, a little, that. like a rapids and a flume ride that was tame that kids could do where you're in a honey pot and it's floating. And because you're along the wow. rivers of America, mm. so there would have been like a little drop off of that hill oh, wow. down into the river for a second. And that sounds like a better ride than what we got, which is yeah. a little bit of a stock. I don't think it's anybody's favorite. It's, not it's fine. As, it's not as bad as everybody makes it seem. But no, I'm, it's I not, always come off all smiles on that. Yeah, but yeah. it's still like, okay. But kind of a lateral, like I think they thought they had a hit and maybe short term they did. But I think now you look back and you look at Mr. Toad and Country Bears and you look at Pooh and it's well, like and you crowd at, wise, it's a, it's a and, lateral move. And you look hmm. at the Tokyo version. And you look at, yeah. Yeah, they have a better poo ride and Country Bears still intact. The dream scenario. The dream realized, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's why that, I, I think that Tokyo Park is underrated as a Magic Kingdom. It's a strong Magic Kingdom. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just for those those reasons alone. Um, and they, what they, the Southern California fan base now is of like, I feel hands. like it's, yeah, nostalgia. And, and I feel like. The people really into it. If you get them going, they'll go like, "Yeah, country." Can't believe they got rid of country bears. You know, sure. Be, I mean, there's been many fan uh, requests or fan uh, whatever you would call it, blue skying of like put the country bears on Grizzly River Rapids. Yeah, no idea if that was actually an idea they ever yeah, talked about. You said the know. characters show up around there. They're hang, um, yeah, they hang out around there. But it's, it's not going to happen now. I don't. Yeah, there's probably no way it happens now. I don't think the robots exist. I don't think they're all sitting preserved no. somewhere. No, 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 no. no. They've decayed oh, if they were sitting. But I saw a thing that the mechanics for Swing and Teddy Bear is are used for poo. And the hot air balloon yes, going up and down. I had no idea of that. That's a yeah. pretty clever reuse. That's cool. Uh, this it's a pretty famous fact, as was said. But the in if you're on the Winnie the Pooh ride, the mounted heads, Melvin Buff and Max, uh, you can see them. It's right. It's right before the Honey Room, and on the way out of Heffalumps and Woozles, 
Good thing to impress some pseudo impress somebody that you're with. I can never back see there. them. I always try. I always miss it. You I know? feel like I'm always. I'm never sure. I'm like, is, yeah. is this it? And I think I, I look out and get it. And it's a little dark. It's a little tough to see. You got to know exactly the spot. But I like that. I like that they kept them there. Um, and it's and that yeah, you, you got to know where that it's a particular angle. That's yeah. a pretty good, well, a very good Disney Easter egg. But of course, you wish they were around. Why can't they still be talking in one of those shops? next door right um there's no yeah. reason they have to be off yeah keep them alive but there be a whatever 19th century magic was used. yeah Some right drawings in the hungry bear restaurant okay but not a ton of representation there right, right. certainly drawings yeah yeah um so they have this plan we're going to get rid of this uh gut the country bear theater turn it into winnie the pooh uh, Country Bear Jamboree's last day of operation in Disneyland, September 9th, 2001. What did they know? <laughs> what did they know? That's we like, got to get out of town. We, we got to get out of town. Them shit's going to hit the fan in the cities. <laughs> we got to head back to the holler. That's Bob Iger resigning like a week before COVID started. Mm-hmm. That's like if you and that's a not little a, fishy. Look it up, folks. It's like a week before everything shuts down. Bob Iger's like, I'm out. Hey, uh, <laughs> Zeke and Zeb, we still got that uh, that underground bomb shelter. <laughs> yeah, out, who out, kept out them by off? Clint, Texas. Hey, Tennessee Bear, you're getting a call from Langley, Virginia. You know anything about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not telling. We know, even if we do know something, we ain't telling. Some weird signups for flight school I've been reading about. <laughs> Bush White House is calling. Are you getting a call from the switchboard of Bush White House? <laughs> Scooter Libby was one of the bears, right? Yeah, Scooter Libby. <laughs> George W. used to jam with us. <laughs> he goes yeah. way back. We haven't seen Big Al in a while, but he was muttering about jet fuel not melting yeah, steel we, beams on his way out. We didn't know what that meant. We jam, we jam with John Huntsman and Mike Huckabee, too. <laughs> <laughs> we get a whole thing going here i'm telling you september 2001 shit's gonna hit the fan the the twin theaters are gonna go down oh god <laughs> wait they are two theater we got two theaters for the jamboree it happened does it happen also a weird like you think of disney as like a real corporate synergy like divisions knowing what others are doing sometimes not knowing what they're doing but the movie was they everyone knew the movie was coming in t- 2002 you'd yeah. think they would have given the theater another year to like <laughs> just what yeah how does it hurt them to keep it around to plug and this is not now they're trying to get as much ip out of the parks as they can and there's a billion other ways to promote things mm-hmm. but like this okay. is at this point in time the first or second major movie made out of a theme park attraction. Do you not want to keep said attraction open with a sign at the end that says, "If you liked this, maybe you'll like the movie"? That, now that would have been a lie. Yeah. They probably wouldn't have liked the movie. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, uh, uh, you would think. You would think that would have made sense, but no. Yeah, I weird. guess. I guess no one was paying attention. I don't know. So strange. And as this movie comes out and just flounders, just eats it, just did not do well at all. Do you not think, well, you know, I have an idea. There's a place that we own that thousands of people go through every day. Yeah. Maybe we could keep our living advertisement for this movie there. Well, was there anything in Florida? Do we know? Was there any I sort of ad for it? I mean, well, maybe if if we talk about the movie, uh, mm. we'll, we'll uh, look into that. Because I'm wondering, is there a flyer outside? 
I think it's also interesting just in the sense of I think Country Bears is like Pirates or Haunted Mansion or Space Mountain where it becomes a shorthand for either Disney World, Disneyland, or theme parks at large. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of reference in the popular uh, popular consciousness, popular culture to this uh, attraction. So to like mm-hmm. shut it down. It does feel, yeah, I think like to a person who doesn't have theme parks memorized, uh, to a John Lennon who probably didn't go terribly often. Right. If you, I think your vague sense of, like what's mm. Disney World? Well, there's a castle and there's teacups and there's the country bear jamboree. There's a thing where a bunch of bears sing songs. It yes. does oddly feels like a, a Disney tent pole, even if it hasn't been treated as such and uh, you yeah. know, maybe isn't to a lot of people. I feel like there was a point in time where, where it was. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride country yeah. bears pirates i even think so like like phrases that people right. like to that, that like jump out at you more nobody would call it the autopia nobody uses the real term mad right. tea party but i think the phrases pirates of the caribbean and country bear jamboree are so weird they like stick with people who, yeah. who went even if they don't care i would think actually probably if you were polling people more people would know country bear jamboree than tiki room yeah yeah Maybe so. And yet, you know what is weird about it? I was going to bring this up. I don't know that there's like the hit single. You know what I mean? You know the Tiki Room song. Oh, I see what you're saying. And you know Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Granted, that's the only song in the thing. But like, these songs are all good, but there isn't the one. Well, Davy Crockett. But that was a hit on its own. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that that was a huge well hit. Before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there's not like, here's the, I would maybe say Great Outdoors, maybe, but it was only yeah. in the seasonal one. I think that hurts it a little bit too, that there isn't the small world. I, you probably are right with earworm. that. There is something to that, I, I think. Songs are all good, again, but yeah, there's not like great, I would say. But you're right. It's not, it's missing its hit. I, People that families did not come out of the park. They like drove in from Arizona and on their way back home, they're all singing blood on the saddle. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point that I think is right. When Um, I had uh, not been there in a while and went back around the time you did, Mike, um, I thought the transition from the Davy Crockett song to Old Slewfoot is pretty smooth. Uh, like I thought, like wait, is this a verse of the Davy Crockett song? I yes, never I agree. Heard. I thought that too. Yeah, for because the first. it's just so, uh, so like slick the way those two transition, and then Blood on the Saddle also still going in the background, like yeah. pairs pairs with all of those kind of get meshed together in a big finale. I also just like to encourage the future use of Old Slewfoot as a nickname for Jason Sheridan. I did there. There is a term. Uh, I, I did look up the meaning of that. Uh, old Slewfoot. Oh, God. Um, someone. someone. Treat lover who gets uh, exhausted walking through theme parks readily. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Having big, clumsy, or turned out feet. Well, I haven't told my feet like to tilt a little. Like, I, I'm trying to correct that. Oh, sure. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, mine do too, actually. I had casts when I was a child. I guess I'm the Slewfoot. Oh, my sister had casts too, and like sad, hard saddle shoes with a, connected with like a piece of metal. I hope there was never blood on the saddle. <laughs> blood all around. Blood she kicked on the me. saddle shoes. <laughs> blood on the saddle <laughs> shoes. She kicked me with them. Yes, my blood. <laughs> um, one thing also to say in terms of where, how the country bears are represented in the parks 
uh, to this day. Oogie Boogie in Haunted Mansion Holiday is Big Al. Right. His, yeah. uh, he was de-skinned. Yeah. <laughs> his organs were removed and he was turned he was into on his, a large ghost. On his driver's license, though, he was a donor, so <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I would love... do it. We got to yeah. do it. Would love to see Oogie Boogie program to say that puddle. Like, I always love that puddle. delivery of puddle. Pud, puddle. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would be interested. I'm sure there's plenty of like, like parts because they they just sub out parts of animatronics all the time, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. So like you could have like a, you know, Zeb's shoulder is is somewhere. It's in Millard Fillmore. Yeah. <laughs> Old presidents. And they're like, oh shit, we need a. Oh yeah, just take it out of Zeb. Like poor <laughs> Zeb is like half half like not even there, half missing. It's really depressing, probably. We were, we, yeah, Jane and I were talking about that when we were in Florida of like, what is preserved? What is safe? Because I saw pictures from that Destination D23 event they did recently, and they had the Dreamfinder like machine. Yeah. And and we're, we're always trying to figure out what was demolished, what was, uh, you know, stripped for parts, that, and what was just, you know. That, that, this is, I was thinking about how annoying that actually is to me. I love seeing that Dreamfinder thing. But it's such bullshit that they just bring that stuff out at conventions. They're like, hey, remember this? Yeah, we can do this at any time. Anytime we can just put it back anytime in the ride, we but we're not. We're just going to put no. it in a fucking showroom. Yeah, Enjoy shit. it here. <laughs> we know, By the way, we know you want it. Like, this is the thing with D23, and anytime they, they trot all this stuff out, we know you want this. Yeah. But this is all you're getting. We know that Dreamfinder is from a park that is mostly construction walls right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. But... <laughs> We know that we have gutted his ride, <laughs> turned it into the worst ride that yeah. exists, perhaps on the planet. We but. know. We know it. But the good news is we are now selling t-shirts that look like the construction walls. So, <laughs> pretty good. It's People got the stripes. People are going to be nostalgic for him someday. They're going to miss the, yeah, they're going to miss the stripes in the walls. For something. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, uh, they know. Yeah. That's what's yeah. annoying to me, that they know. And that's why, yeah, look, Gomer's foot shouldn't just be turned into Andrew Carnegie's <laughs> Andrew Carnegie right elbow in American Adventure. <laughs> um, yeah. These are not interchangeable. Right. It's, these are are perfect characters who sing pretty songs, catchy songs, yes. honest songs, songs about their experiences, yeah. about all the blood they've seen and all the moonshine they've drank. Yes. This is this is one of the most honest raw pieces of theme park entertainment that exists. And if and if yeah, and if, if look, it sucks, but like if you need if if they to exist, they need to sing Fancy Like and Red Solo Cup, that should be the case. They should do that. I'm I'm fine it's on with you. Them. Did, keep your eyes on the the country contemporary charts. Yes, and get ready to have some goofy voiced guys sing it with and occasionally change words into bear. Yeah, Zeke or somebody or Henry singing like uh, the lyrics of chicken fried about a cold beer on a Friday night and the touch a of pair a, of jeans that fit just a right. pair of jeans that fit just right in the touch of a precious child. <laughs> All the things that the character that Zach Brown loves that he says in that song, Chicken Fried. We definitely spent some time examining, like, what does he mean, the touch of a precious the child? The touch of a precious child. It's just such an odd, fr- not that there's anything untoward, just that it's like, oh, it's such an odd just way an to, odd thing pull, to say. The odd thing well, to here's say. What I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago at my friend's wedding, it's just, I was, I was making fun of that song. 
And she's like, oh, I like that song. I go, but let's, let's, let's listen to the lyrics without the words. And I, started, I just said them to her. I go, doesn't that sound like if you were on a date with a guy and he was like, you know what? One of my favorite things is the, is the touch of a precious child. You'd be like, oh, God. And she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like, I do agree. That's a weird lyric out of that out of context. Extremely creepy. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, well, maybe don't do that one. Do uh, Fine. Look, I'm just Googling country songs. Do uh, I Was on a Boat That Day by Old Dominion. Fantastic. I see the thumbnail on Vivo. They're all on a boat. There's five of them. Just like the bare rugs. The parts are already divvied up. You just have to make one part for a single string bass and mm-hmm. turn one guitar into a jug. Stop being lazy. The songs you need are there. They're on the album Time Tequila and Therapy by Old Dominion. <laughs> just get busy verifying it, you lazy imagineers. Oh, yeah. I want to light fault. up Lake Nona with this call. <laughs> it's easy. Just get them. You know, you know who's bored and not doing anything is that Rockafire creep. Get him on it. <laughs> Wait, no, don't. <laughs> I, I no, don't. no. All right. Well, ask him if he knows a less creepy right, animatronic fine, guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, steal a phone number. If the, if the, if the Rock of Fire explosion could be pro- reprogrammed so easily for too many music videos, then why not do it with the Country Bears? Yeah, get one song past the year 1980 into that <laughs> thing, and maybe you'll start packing the crowds in again. Yeah. Um, well, the only thing that we can do is keep the Country Bears relevant, and you know what's a good way to do that is by having America's hottest theme park podcast the one <laughs> is that that's true though right yeah that's we are right. the hottest i i well i can't think of anything that would <laughs> I'm sure that's that, a pretty uh... specific word it's a, it's a narrow category so why not put ourselves as kings of that hill <laughs> podcast the ride is no longer hot <laughs> <laughs> that's where he lost my vote yeah when he called out our podcast you can go sharpers. after grace and carter whatever the hell his name is all day you don't come after us <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want about Reading Carter. Yeah, we we breathe our souls into this very hot uh, theme park podcast, and what we're going to do all week long is keep the country bears relevant. And I think after what we do with this week, uh, you know, I, I think it might be a different story. I think 2022 is going to look very different <laughs> for these 50 year old bears because if you didn't get enough out of this, what? The amount of time episode almost two fifty. Jesus, really? Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> uh, okay, well, and let's not wrap this thing up forever. Wow. Uh, okay, so if that didn't give you your fill of the country bears, then the week certainly will. We We're not more. done. We got more. Can you believe it? So you survived day one of country <laughs> bear jammer week. I'm really questioning what are we doing at yeah, this Yeah, I don't know. It's a, little, it's a little silly. I'll say that. <laughs> Was that it's nearly three hours enough? Hell no. No. We got vacation overlays to talk about. Yep. We got feature films to talk about. There's all yep. kinds of odd manifestations of this attraction. And we're going to keep do- going. We're going to keep deep diving. So you survived night one. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be, I, we haven't said this in a long time. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Back tomorrow with yeah, more yeah. episodes. Till then, follow all the Country Bear Jamber Week happenings at Podcast The Ride on all the social media. Uh, merch is available in our T Public store uh, for the full country bear jamber week experience check out podcast the ride the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride and if you aren't sick of content from 
us in general, I now get to start plugging Saturday morning all-star hits on Netflix, the new show from Kyle Mooney with a little help from me, eight episodes streaming on Netflix right now. At this point, with this amount of podcasts and that show going, you you have no excuse but to only absorb content from us in the next week or so. This is your whole holiday break, folks. Really, That's a unless way to you're do doing it. it daily. Yeah, yeah, you could. But we all say, yeah, I think we're loading you. This is how we're ending the year. So we're loading you up with goodies yeah. to take home with you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to your holler. What are you going to do? Watch a red notice? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Everyone in America already We've has. We've already all watched it. 70 million. <laughs> we're all... We're all embroiled in the tale of Cleopatra's eggs. Finding Cleopatra's <laughs> eggs, the movie which is the most popular movie of the decade is about. Is that but what how it many is times she lays yeah, yeah, eggs? It's about find I don't know. It's in the trailer. <laughs> she lays eggs. Cleopatra lays <laughs> eggs in this Watch movie. Watch the trailer. The Rock says Cleopatra's eggs. They've stolen two of Cleopatra's eggs. It's the fabric like the decorative Fabergé. eggs. Fabergé. Fabergé, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. Not, not her like eggs from her. <laughs> <laughs> from Awesome. In this movie's universe, Cleopatra lays eggs. It's a different human. This this movie supposes she human could, beings laid eggs she could have frozen in her. previous centuries. <laughs> well, that's how you bring country bears back. Just in the opening of the show, he's like, well, we got to do a little show for you while we wait for our eggs to hatch. <laughs> just everyone just has questions about, wait, why do the eggs in this? Why do the bears lay eggs in this show? <laughs> so, they, so the premise is they play bluegrass music, but also they lay eggs. Eggs. Yeah. So they're they're freak bears in multiple regards. Um, all right. So again, no excuse. Only content from us. We're giving you plenty. We'll be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Y'all come on back now. You hear? Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.